Jibba jabba. Toys R Us riding wheelies. Right. 20 plus years old, yet I'm acting silly. I don't have to hide it. Flow so tight like I was a Johnaman. Ask him, what's my age again? Eating Flissel's vitamins. I got the PS3, the 360 has more died before. Hey, hey, and welcome to episode uh, 42. No, 32. 32. I'm jumping ahead. <laughs> trying to age us here, man. <laughs> Yeah, episode 32 of the Death Cakes Podcast. I am, of course, your co-host, Rue 78 And my name is Illy. And it's about three weeks since, so you already know, you know it well. The Seahawks did not win. I'm not going to get into all that, but I haven't watched ESPN ever since, and I probably won't for another couple weeks. <laughs> I listen to the NBA shows, and that's about it. Yeah, that was a it was a uh, sad game. Uh, no, 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 that's all. Oh, okay. We're not never gonna mention it. That's okay. Okay, that's how you wanna do it. But uh, <laughs> uh Let's talk about happy stuff. Yeah. So we haven't been here in a couple weeks. Um, we are getting back on track here. And getting uh, back on schedule we'll hopefully hopefully be back to our bi-weekly shows here um, just that usual you know life gets in the way yeah but then also we just look at the way uh, we did our comeback you know um, we hadn't had our proper anniversary episode of um, I Made It A Fool and for you guys who have been with us for a while, you know, when we do one, I made it a fool. Normally that takes the place of a 0.5. So that's why you didn't get a 0.5. Yeah. And then also, you know, we just had some live in laws in town last week. So we weren't able to record, which actually that, re- that was really cool, actually. Cool. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Although, uh, you know, they came up here from Texas, you know, and some of them have never seen snow or at least haven't seen it or dealt with it in a long time so uh yeah they got the shock of their life even though we warned them they still did not come prepared they didn't come with winter jackets hats nothing oh god yeah i try to i i perhaps you try to tell people they just leave oh no it's gonna be okay we're not gonna be outside like yeah but we still have to walk to the car you still have to ride in the car you still have to get out of where you're going from the car people it's cold but no they'll know better next time they missed out on the weather when it was like 60 degrees outside oh I know just by a week yeah yeah oh well they are back home right yeah back home everybody's good Uh, yeah they'll be back again sometime Good. Hopefully in the summer. <laughs> uh, I'm fine. This is them they got to worry about. Yeah. Themselves. But uh, anyway, we're here to talk about uh, the retro. And yes. Um, today's topic we have touched on a little bit here and there. 
especially on um what episode am I thinking of? Uh, uh, a lot of episodes, touched, man. But yeah, we touched on, on our, our very first episode. We talked about it a lot uh, on episode six. No, what was our game show episode? That was, that was eight. That was eight. Yeah, we talked about yeah. episode eight. Talked about a little on six too. You were right. Yeah, dude. Because of uh, yeah, some of the material. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more in depth about Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. The, yeah, the the heyday before it it uh, is what it is now. Yeah, and hey, we're gonna get to that. I know everybody. You know, as soon as we said Nickelodeon, I know most of our listeners. You know, fall between you know twenty and thirty. Maybe you know within a few years of our age. I'm thirty three. Jay, you're thirty six. Um, hey, 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 hey. hey, man! They, they know, man. That's how we <laughs> we date ourselves every day. We do this show, so they yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, um, yeah. You're expecting us to go back and talk about, you know, well, when you think Nickelodeon, I know, I, I already know what you're thinking. We'll get back to that. Trust me, because mm-hmm. that was the heyday. You really the the early '90s, really on throughout the '90s, maybe even the early 2000s, but. uh you know, you really can't talk about the heyday without knowing where it's been. And uh, so I'm going to take it back to the 80s. I'm going to throw it back. And again, you heard us do that before on some of these past episodes, Jay. Uh, you weren't there for most of it because the cable package you guys had, you didn't carry Nickelodeon. Actually, there were a, quite a, that was common back then. Like, you yeah. had cable. See, now if you get cable, it's almost uh, a given that you're going to have Nick on there. Well, you'll, you'll have it. Didn't. Yeah, you'll have at least three Nick channels. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, standard, this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Back in those days, you were lucky if you even had you, you had Nickelodeon. Yeah. Um, we didn't have cable. My grandparents did, and I guess a lot of my experience with that channel comes from them. And um, actually, my cousin uh, Ghost, on Keepers of the Funk, you know, he had cable later on too, and he had it at his place, but. He didn't really like to watch too much Nick, so mostly it was when I was at my grandparents' house. And the shows that I watched really kind of depended on what time of day I was there, because uh, depending on what school I was in, because I switched schools somewhere in the middle of uh, that year, I was either there in the afternoon, because I went to kindergarten in the morning and then went home in the afternoon, or at the other school, where I was home, I was with, with them in the mornings, and went to school in the afternoon mm-hmm. so yeah I caught pretty much uh, pretty much the whole gamut of all this stuff I mean uh, so I guess we really gotta go kind of back to the beginning this is a little little bit of history lesson for uh, your listeners Jay probably even for yourself a little bit too um, and you know for you guys who just weren't there with Nick in the 80s but uh, the network back in the 70s was actually called the Pinwheel Pinwheel Network. Um, by the time I knew about it, of course, it was Nickelodeon, and the show on there was called Pinwheel, and it ran pretty much all morning. It was the first live-action puppet show. You know, this it predates Sesame Street by uh, by a year or so, I believe. So it was oh, really wow. the first show to kind of do that. Um, in that show, I mean, you had I mean, it was a lot like Sesame Street. It wasn't as educational as Sesame Street was. 
but uh, we definitely broke things up. You had little cartoon shorts, you had other little stuff besides just the main, the people and the characters and all that. But I mean, uh, I remember early in the morning because my parents worked, so they dropped me off with my grandparents. We were early in the morning, and one of the first things that always came on in the morning was Mr. Wizard. I don't know, you remember that show at all? I know it ran on more channels besides Nick. Sort of. Yeah. And that show, really, it was just kind of a... It was a Wasn't he kind of an asshole to the kids? <laughs> I don't really remember quite that, but I know that the show was kind of a proto, you know, Beekman's World or Bill Nye, mm-hmm. you know, but just not as... You know, it was the 80s, and the show was probably from the 70s, so the presentation was a lot more boring. You'd just be either outside or in his little house, the lab in his house, and... You know, you have the kids there, and they do little experiments and stuff like that, you know, with household stuff or whatever, and it would kind of teach you that way. If you looked at it now, it looked pretty boring, and, I mean, you know, compared to, like, some of these other shows like Bill Nye or Beekman's that incorporated music and other little comedic stuff in there, this one, not so much. It's pretty much straightforward, you know? Yeah. But I remember that being on in the mornings. Um, you know, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time talking about this again, because I was really the only one on the show right now who uh, remembers all this stuff um but and I mentioned this in past episodes too that so much of their content was imported you know Nickelodeon didn't have a whole lot of original stuff it was all stuff from uh a lot of stuff from from uh from England a lot of stuff from Canada mm-hmm. um which uh <clears throat> I guess one of the uh the big ones big one was uh you can't do that on television which uh i've actually i've actually watched a couple episodes of that on youtube in preparation for the show and actually about a, a couple summers ago i was watching some of those because uh there's a podcast with me and jay we listened to called uh uh what's it called this it's that episode with craig rowan yeah mm-hmm. yeah he hasn't done an episode in a while i wish it would come back but uh they did an episode where they watched one of those and I kind of got inspired to go back and check it out because a lot of stuff that went over my head as a kid, um, just in the fact that the the adult male character was all one guy, and I didn't know that back then, you know. But anyway, so that show um, you can't do that on television. Uh, it's where we got uh, Alanis Morissette. She was an actor on that show, and they had the uh, the key phrase I don't know. If you said I don't know, you got slime, you got green slime dumped on your head, and uh, and Nickelodeon actually ended up co-opting that as their own, you know, for pretty much into perpetuity. They still use green slime and gack as they call it, but that came from you can't do that on television, which again wasn't an original show of theirs. You know, this is a Canadian yeah. import. You know, but I'm just gonna run through a lot of stuff here. I'm just looking at a list of stuff that I had on there. Um, a lot of a lot of cartoons on there were actually uh, Japanimation as they called it back then they didn't call it anime back then uh, I didn't know these were Japanese in origin you know they were just cartoons I didn't know but now if you look at, the, at now thinking back on it looking at some of the uh, production value of it you can kind of tell okay yeah this is foreign um, I don't know you heard of the adventures of Little Koala or Maya the Bee or Maple Town any of that type of stuff Maple Town I did um didn't your sister have some of those Maple Town toys? Yes, yes, there was a toy they line. That had the flocked, the flocked little bears and mm-hmm. raccoons and shit. Yeah, and bunnies and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's all. Those were Japanese. I didn't know that. I didn't either until I did my research. 
Um, but uh, other stuff that uh, we mentioned before, Count Duckula and Danger Mouse, obviously those are English. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing it was big on was um, game shows, and we talked about that in our game show episode, like we already said. You know, there was Double Dare, uh, Finders Keepers, all that kind of stuff. I want to talk about picture pages, but, uh, you know, in light of where uh, the host is these days, I really don't want to talk about it. Yeah, you don't need to. And for those of you who don't know, Picture Pages starred Bill Cosby, and he did, like, academic worksheets with you, and I don't know. Had a little pen. Wasn't pic- he had a and pen. And Picture Pages, it came to life. Yeah, yeah, sometimes it, it came to life. And it danced around. Yeah, and if you weren't looking, maybe it put something in your drink. <laughs> nope, we're done. <laughs> we're done. We're done. <laughs> All done. Right. But, uh, move on. Yeah, right, but I'm, I'm gonna move on. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna power through some of this stuff here. I'm gonna name some stuff um, off the list. Um, Mysterious Cities of Gold. That was another one, which is actually uh, Japanese and French. You know, they put, they most studios collaborated and made this this uh, cartoon about El Dorado, which is really awesome. Um, one day I might just come back and do a point five and a little more detail about some of these cartoons. But that's one that I it, it goes on and off Netflix or um, Amazon, whatever you happen to have. If you see it, check it out. It actually still holds up pretty well these days. Um, another one was a show called Spartacus and the Sun Beneath the Sea. Um, actually, that show was also French, and it was dubbed over in English. The name was changed. It actually, had nothing to do with Spartacus. You know, the the gladiator. I don't know why they chose that because the show has nothing to do with that. It's about a lost civilization that got uh, that survived underground. It has a sun, an artificial sun that kind of mm-hmm. that, that keeps them lit and alive and everything like that. But it's dying, and then some kids find out from above that uh, civilization continued on above ground. So they send a beacon out for help, and shit goes on from there. What's I got to do with Spartacus? Nothing. It's just whoever localized it that's what they did so there you go Spartacus with a K by the way yeah Hmm. um there was a show called Kids Court which was sort of like the people's court but for kids like hey this guy borrowed my bike and brought it back damaged I'm taking him to Kids Court like for real this this shit happened was a real judge or a kid judge it had a moderator and then it had it had a, a, a peanut gallery, basically, and the judge was named Judge O'Meter, and it had little, uh, it had noise meters for eyes. And so at the end, when they, when they decided what they would do, is the the audience would make noise, and whichever <laughs> whichever way tipped the meters, that's who would win. Really? Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. <laughs> that was the '80s for you, man. Coke coke all over the place <laughs> um david the gnome i know you remember that one that one got rerun forever oh yeah that, that went on forever and ever and ever yeah and that shit was spanish i didn't know that that's what i'm saying so much shit on that old nickelodeon i mean really nickelodeon was just this hodgepodge of very little original content but so much stuff that it just got from all these other countries localized it put it over here and this is all before the days of Nick Jr. Um, Nick Jr. Well, basically there was Pinwheel. Then Nick Jr. kind of supplanted uh, 
Pinwheel. And that's where you got Eureka's Castle and some of that stuff that lasted uh, on through the 90s. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to talk too much about Nick Jr. Because, I mean, come on. But, I mean, really, when, when I was around, I mean, you know, there was no Nick Jr. And when I got old enough, when it was around, I wasn't really watching too much of it. So, yeah, there you go. Um, see a couple over here I want to talk. Oh, but uh, one show I do remember from back in those days was a show called Kids Rights. W-R-I-T-E-S which was a show you actually I mean talk about being ahead of its time it was all user generated content uh, kids would actually write in to uh, you know write their stories and mail them off to this address that they would put at the end or during the show and you had people get up there and act it out you know with music or whatever and kind of improv it and mm. mime it so yeah the whole show was that you know it sounds boring as hell, but think, but but think about this again. You know, this, this is kind of PBS type of stuff. So you know, you're you're a kid, you're five five years old, you're in kindergarten, you're watching this, and you're just, you're, I mean, you're glued to it. Huh. You know, uh, trying to uh, I'm going through the list here because some stuff on me I'm not really gonna mention, um, and some stuff we've already mentioned before. But uh, one more that I want to I want to talk about real quick is uh, because this one got rerun forever. And that was called Hey Dude. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, that always got paired with uh, Salute Your Shores. Yes, yes. So we will come back around and talk about that. But that that one actually started in the 80s. Um, as did... Well, no. Nah, actually, this one was probably 1990, 91. So I'll, I'll save that one for a little bit later. But uh, in a nutshell, I mean... I watched a lot of it again at my grandparents' house. Eventually, started putting on Muppet Babies, and this, some of that stuff got moved over to Nickelodeon. But really, Nick was just—it it was just all these cartoons. And then when they had to fill the time, they put on a game show or some of these shows like Kids Rights or Kids Court, you know, just to kind of fill in the time slot because they really didn't have a whole lot of uh, original content. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really, yeah, I mean, really, that's about it as far as uh, the 80s go. I could go into detail, but again, without you having seen a whole lot of it, it, we really don't have a dialogue. It'd just be me spewing for another 15, 20 minutes, and we really don't want that. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So, there it is. um, Well, let's just jump into the the heyday when, you know, when we as a, a generation sort of you know sort of got into it more um, and that would be the 90s of course because yep. that's that's I really think that's when a lot of your um, more iconic shows shorter that that's really when Nick started making their own content rather yes. than than uh, buying the rights to the shows from Canada and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they did have, they still had a lot of those Canadian shows because when we finally got uh, the cable package that had all these channels, which was fucked up. I, I know we've talked about it before, but our cable package had, we had HBO and we had, um, we had HBO, we had USA, we had stuff like that. But then the, there were channels like MTV uh, the comedy channel before it was Comedy Central um, Nickelodeon we didn't get until until uh, probably 91 
maybe 90. But yeah. it was just a, a, a weird pa- to to have to have um, HBO, but not have you know the the basic channels. It was really weird. But, um, yeah, it is, that is weird. Yeah, I remember that because uh, I remember when you guys got that. I, I know I, I know we had this discussion before, but you know for all new listeners who don't remember back then or haven't listened back that far. I remember when you guys got, there was a little box on top of the TV all of a sudden one day and it had a bunch of dials on top of it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that was the HBO box, huh? Yeah, that was the HBO box. And, you know, it became the, the you know, the cable box for everything, you know, after a while until we got a, you know, I, I want to say that, that we maybe had those channels for a while, but until we got a VCR and I popped open there back in, in the day the VCRs had this little panel on top that you could like flip switches up and down and you could you know turn on the channels I, I don't remember what I did but I was messing with the switches and flipping them up and down then all of a sudden had MTV <laughs> I was like I, okay I don't know what, what little button I pushed on this thing but okay, now now we've got all these new channels. But um, I I remember because uh, in sort of middle school, in the high school, it was channel twenty six was Nickelodeon, twenty seven was MTV, twenty eight was Comedy Central, and thirty was Sci-Fi Channel once that channel started. So that was my sort of wheelhouse. I, I always kept it on those four channels, just surfing back and forth, you know? And I kind of remember that. Sorry to jump in there. I kind of remember that because uh, when you go to your house and you had well, when the cartoons and all the other stuff that you would watch were off, you go to the Sci-Fi Channel. I remember some show called Amazing Stories. Yeah, and we'll yeah. have to have we'll have to come back another day and talk about that channel or that show in particular. But I just that's the one I remember for whatever reason. Yeah, that was I thought we talked about amazing stories because in in episode three because that there's one episode of amazing stories was an anthology like sci-fi fantasy show, but there, there's one episode that featured uh, Robert Townsend. And I said that was his best work. <laughs> it was in that one Amazing Stories episode. Maybe but, we um, Anyway, <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting off track. But um, before we go any further, I want to say we really weren't going to do this. We had talked about doing a Nickelodeon episode since the beginning, but we always pushed it off and pushed it off. And then... And then um, we had done episodes on game shows. We did episodes on cartoons. And all those episodes, we touched on stuff from Nickelodeon. And right. I was like, well, there's nothing really left to talk about. So why do we need to do this, do, do an episode solely on Nickelodeon? But then I was cruising on Facebook and I found this article. And <laughs> it will be it will be on our Facebook page, on our, our Twitter page, uh, on our main uh, website it was on website called guff.com it was 10 kid show actors other work that will kill your childhood 
<laughs> it, 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 it's basically a where are they now list. Right. But there are a total of uh, 10, 11 people on the list. More than half of this list is Nickelodeon. <laughs> and some of these people are up to some some interesting things with post Nickelodeon. And I said, you know, we have to talk about this because this is fucked up. So, um, I mean, let, let's just get into it. Um, you know, the the one, the main show that I really remember watching on Nickelodeon. And I, but I can't remember if it came on Sunday nights or Saturday. I want to say it came on Sunday nights. It was, of course, all that. Uh, that was Saturday nights because it was part was of. Was it Saturday? Uh, it was part of SNCC. Oh, that's right, SNCC. Yes. SNCC for, uh, for you people that don't know is Saturday Night Nick. Yes. For Saturday Nick, where if it, it was the time between about what five o'clock. To about eight o'clock. Nah, I was later than that. It was like from no, like maybe eight to ten. No, it didn't go that late because because back in the day in the nineties, before TV Land was its own channel, TV Land was um, Nickelodeon would basically s- switch and would have this block of old TV shows, Brady Bunch, uh, Eight is Enough, all this stuff. Well. Okay. They they would show those. Well, okay. What 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 are you talking about is Nick at Night, and I guess we can let, let's let's segue into that real quick before we go back, circle back around to Nick. Nick at Night, like you said, it was all um, old reruns, a lot of black and white. You Mr. Ed and, and and Patty Duke and all kind of mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think I even I Love Lucy or that old that old live action Dennis the Menace show. You remember that awful garbage. Oh like, yeah, all those were on there. Now, and that's what they would show, pretty much Gidget. until. Oh yeah, 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 they show Gidget. They show a lot of stuff from the you know the '60s, maybe even the '50s. Um, I think maybe they went up to maybe the early '70s with like uh, laughing and some of that stuff. But for mm-hmm. the most part, I mean, it was all old black and white reruns that you at least you know as a kid, no one wanted to watch, you know, because. You're watching Nickelodeon, and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, Nickelodeon, this is a channel for me. And then, you know, at some point, all the shit would go off and be all these old people shows. I want to say it was 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock Central. Yeah, yeah. You know, just to put us where we are. We're we're in the Midwest, St. Louis. So, yeah, it was 8 o'clock Central on the dot. It always switched to... I want to say Leave it to Beaver was always the lead-in show. Leave it to Beaver, that's another one. Yes, yeah, that's another one. That's another one, yeah. Pretty much anything like that. I mean that's yeah. what it was. Um, okay, but, but that was every night. I I don't think that was Snick went that late. Yeah, I'm. Well, uh, let me let me come back around to that real quick. And actually, no, I, I I'm right and I'm wrong. It was eight, but that's Eastern time. So seven and nine is when Snick was on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. But uh, okay. but but back to Nick at night real quick. Um, just a real quick. Real quick uh, aside there If you really want to feel old I'm not somebody who feels age like that You know, I am what I am I, you know, whatever But if you want to feel old Look at Nick at Night or TV Land And shit right now 
you know, because like I just told you, what what kind of stuff was on back then? It was, you mm-hmm. know, Patty Duke, and it was Mr. Ed, and all this black and white shit. Like I said, you know, I'm watching it as a kid, I'm like, oh, now the old people shows are on. Well, now all those old people shows are Fresh Prince. And, and, Third Rock like, from the Sun. Yeah, I'm like, wow. And what really got me one day was my little sister, who was, uh, she's now, she's almost 19, but I think maybe she was like 11 or 12. Uh, they started showing Family Matters on, on Nick at Night. And... She had watched it one day and was laughing her ass off. She, I, I saw her one day and she's like, "Have you ever seen this show called Family Matters with Steve Urkel?" And she's talking about it, laughing I'm like, "You've never heard of Steve Urkel?" She's like, "No." Like, but you, you know, she was born in '96, so I'm like, so you know, that was kind of you know, Steve Urkel was on, but no one's watching him anymore. That was when he was on CBS, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, and married to Laura. Yeah, and, and Q-tips and, all man. Yeah, he killed the tribe called Quest with that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's uh, so she that that's what just hit me. This is a new generation that grew up without knowing who the hell Steve Urkel were, which means they don't know who what TGIF was, which means that anything that came before it they don't know. Damn, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you start running it back, and your eyes go cross-eyed. Oh my lord! <laughs> and and you have an aneurysm. Yeah. Next thing you know, uh, I'm shopping for Depends and shit. Yeah. But, uh, but, but okay, yeah, this Nick well, and Knight. But Snick, yeah, Snick was on from 7 to 9 on Saturdays. Okay, and let's, let's, I know we're jumping all over the place. Flowcharts will be available. <laughs> we're um, going back to flowcharts. <laughs> hell yes, because when we start talking and arguing about shit, then, then we lose our train of thought. But, um, alright, Snick. When did, uh, Snick started in 92. Yes. And it was Clarissa Explains It All, Roundhouse, whatever that was. Oh, I know what Roundhouse is. What <laughs> is it? Well, uh, let, let me uh, well, go go through your lineup real quick. Okay, then Ren and Stimpy. Yes. And then Are You Afraid of the Dark? You know what? Let me tell you something. Uh, one thing I really loved about Snick was, like, number one, I mean, I loved pretty much all the shows. I didn't like Roundhouse too much. That kind of sucked. But all those shows I, I'd watch I watched every one of those and then right after that the Are You Afraid of the Dark wrapped up put the channel over to MTV Beats and Butter and that's how I completed my Saturday TVs. really yes well at least in my father's house anyway because you know again this we didn't get we didn't get cable I was still living with my mom at the time and we didn't get cable until 94 over there my pops he had cable in 92 93 and this is right around the time when Beavis and Butthead is out and people are talking about it. Uh, and so that's how I found out about the show. And it came on it like, I remember it used to come on earlier than that, but I guess because too many kids who shouldn't have been watching it were watching it, they moved to a later time slot. So I would watch all of Snick and flip over Beavis and Butthead. Yeah, because kids were watching Beavis and Butthead and setting stuff on fire. <laughs> fire! Yeah, exactly. Fire! <laughs> oh, Roundhouse. Yeah, you remember uh, I just now, pulled it up you? on YouTube. Yeah, aren't you, like, groaning now? Don't you wish yeah. you didn't remember that? Oh, You're better off God. not remembering that one. Yeah, it was a really bad show. It was, like... It was filmed in front of a live audience. It was... 
there were sketches and dance numbers and I don't know what it was trying to be. It was trying to be nineties on on film. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Apparently, it was created by uh, one of by a former writer of In Living Color. So I'm guessing oh, he took the format and brought it to Nickelodeon, but did it with kids or teens rather. And then, uh, but it was it, but it was nothing like In Living Color because. I mean, other than the cutaway to, to dance numbers and all that kind of stuff, they weren't, I mean, there were sketches, but they weren't sketches like When Living Color, where they had sets and everything like that. This is more like, almost like Whose Mind Is It Anyway? But it, it was like, but but it wasn't improv. It's like scripted improv, basically. It's that bad. Yeah, it was really bad. So let's just ignore that. Yeah, but, although I do love to say, I do, I do love their little ending theme song, It's a Guilty Pleasure. Whenever my life gets me so down, I know I can go down. To where the music and the fun never ends. As long as the music keeps playing, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know where I can find a friend. Down at the roundhouse. Stop. <laughs> it sounds so much worse when you just speak it instead of singing. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but, but, um... Yeah, see, it was Ron, then Ren and Stimpy, see, now Ren and Stimpy, didn't Ren and Stimpy start on MTV and then they moved it to Nick? Exactly. Isn't that what it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, man, we're, we're going to have to get into MTV animated shows one of these days. Yeah, well, but, maybe um, that's a... But Ren and Stimpy was a great... It, it was a good show. I liked it. Back then, I loved it. Yeah, but I mean, how do you how do you describe it? It's kind of it's kind of Looney Tunes meets Beavis and Butthead meets Hell. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some the animation was crudish, but you know, and there there are a lot of adult humor and innuendo. Oh, it was totally, and you know, it actually was a, supposed to have a lot more innuendo than it did, but they ended up cutting it, cutting well, it out. Didn't it have a lot on MTV, and then they had to cut and edit when it moved to? Yeah, but even so much so that okay, you remember when Spike TV first came out and they had mm-hmm. a really awful uh, Ren and Stimpy show? Yeah, they like rebooted it, but the the guy who created Ren and Stimpy wasn't part of it. It was just Billy West doing both voices. Yeah, but and it see, wasn't as good. Yeah, and but see a lot of those. Uh, I don't know if it's whole episodes or just scripts, but those were from some of the some of the stuff that got cut. You know, so uh, you know originally, yeah, they were supposed to be gay lovers, but they cut all that stuff out. You know. See, I didn't like that. No, I didn't either. Uh, I mean, I, I don't have a thing against homosexuals. I just, I just don't like the fact that they were gay. Well, it was that, and it I was mean, the '90s, it, and it was. You know, it obviously was done for more of the shock than it was just the fact that they were just gay, you know? Yeah, I guess so. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's that's really what that was about. But, you know, even it was even too much for MTV at the time. They took it out. Yeah. But, um... There's actually... I'm going to have to find... Ah, I wish I thought about this before we did the show. There's actually a list of all the stuff about Ren and Stimpy that, that you assumed and it's all wrong. 
Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I gotta find that article again. I have to post that yeah, on the page. Yeah, f- find it because we'll have to put that that article up up as well because <laughs> this uh, first article that we found. Anyway, all right. If you're on your flowchart, move back to the beginning because we're gonna go back to the list now. <laughs> yeah, we started talking about we got the tangent about Snick because we talked about all that. Uh, or yeah. So let's go back to um, all that. Let's get back to all that. All that was. Uh, it was basically like a it, it was a kid teen version of like In Living Color. Right. See that show is more it, like In Living Color yeah. than Roundhouse. Yeah. It it was it was a sketch show, but it was for teenagers. Um, that's where where Kenan Thompson got his his uh break well no, that's not where he got his break. His first break was that movie Heavyweights where he goes to the fat camp. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. He was in there and then he got on all that. Before that he was on the Mighty Ducks. He was the kid with the knuckle puck. Was he in Mighty Ducks 2? Mighty Ducks 2, not the uh the Oh okay. yeah. Okay. But um, then he he was he was in there from the very beginning all the way to the end, I think. But then there there were well, a few other You know nah, I think he he left. He and Kel left to go do Keenan and Kel, and they replaced them. That's right. In the last season, maybe because they were the breakout characters on that show. Yeah. Yeah, and now, you know, Keenan's big time, and Kel is. Last Kel I heard, Kel was banging a stripper. Yeah, but he's not on this list. <laughs> he, <laughs> he's not on this list. He didn't make the um, list, but you know, he's, no, a, he, he's an honorary the, mention. Yeah, he's an honorary mention. Um, who is on this list, however? Number three on this list is uh, Alicia Reyes. Yeah. Who was in the first season. I I think she she may have left early, too. She did. She only was in the first. She was only in the first season? Okay. So she left. But she, she was a, a cute little uh, Hispanic. Well, actually, I think she's like... Italian, Cuban, and something else. Well, her name's Reyes, so let's just go with Hispanic. We'll figure yeah, out all the other cute, pieces uh, later. Hispanic girl, you know, when yeah, totally. the show came on, I had, you know, thing for her. You know? But, uh, why is she on this list of, of uh, other work that will kill your childhood? Because she is now, uh, now a talk show host on uh, Playboy Radio on... Serious XM. Yeah, and 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 let me tell you why that kills my childhood. Not be, not even for what they put, for what for what this list put her on there for. I mean, yeah, she's on Playboy Radio, but the fact is, she's on Playboy Radio. It's like who the hell <laughs> listens to that? Truckers. Uh, there you go. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't I've... know there was a Playboy Radio until we uh until we saw this list. Yeah, I mean, I've got serious. I've turned it on just out of curiosity. Yeah, you think, like, what the hell is this? You listen yeah. to it for a few minutes, you said, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and it's truckers talking to ex-porn stars about about how hot they are and what they want to do with them. Yeah, so she's on she's on uh, Playboy Radio. Yeah. So, uh, um, number four on this list... <laughs> Number four. Well, actually, well, were you done talking about uh, Alisa? No, yeah, I'm, I'm done. Okay, all right. So number four, 
We've got uh, we've got Arthur Reggie the Third, who was Alfie from My Brother and Me. We watched a lot of we watched a lot of My Brother and Me. There was only one season, but mm-hmm. they re ran the fuck out of it. They re ran it all the time. Oh god! And I don't know why we watched it all the time because the acting was horrible. If you want to call that acting, because there weren't any other shows with black kids on. But I mean, regardless, it just wasn't a good show. We just always watched it. I didn't, yeah. you know, I really didn't care who was on it. We watched it all the time, and for whatever reason, we liked it. Um, the one thing I do remember about that was uh, the dad always trying to crack corny jokes, even though really all the jokes in there were corny. So it really had to be written terribly for him to <laughs> for him to stand out as corny amongst all the other stuff. But also, there was one um, where uh, the younger the younger kid uh, I forgot what his real name was. They call him Didi, and. He wanted to get his hair cut. He wanted, to, you know, though he wanted to get uh something etched into his head, and his parents wouldn't let him do it. So he goes next door to Goo's house, and Goo does it for like five dollars. <laughs> he writes his name in his head, and of course the uh, older brother Alfie, he's like, "I'm gonna get killed for this because uh, this is my friend, and I should have been watching my brother." And oh shit, my brother's now got a really messed up haircut that he likes for whatever reason he's looking at him he's like uh, yeah I wrote his name in his head he's like there's no Z in Didi <laughs> <laughs> and that's something that me and my siblings used to uh, bring up to folks or used to bring up to each other anyway whenever uh, etching came back I guess in the early 2000s yeah it's still it's around for a long- yeah yeah so it's around you know but it it had died for a long time it came back in like maybe what 2004 or 5 yeah and every time we see that, we point at someone and say, hey, there's no Z in Didi. <laughs> you know, but yeah, apparently now he's a rapper named Show Business. Raise your hand if you have heard any music from Show Business. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, moving on. Number, well, do we need to go back? Do we need to go back up? Let's go back up to, we'll, we'll just go through the list name by name just to, well, okay. we'll go over the Nick people. Only because number one on this list, I mean, isn't all that important, but I just have to bring it up. Uh, number one on the list is Steve Burns, who, of course, was uh, Steve from Blue's Clues, who, uh, of course, left. Yeah. Um, the only... I, I don't even know why he's on this list, because it's pretty tame, but he was on an episode of Homicide, Life in the Streets. Where he yeah, played a, that... a nerdy kid who who uh, shot a bully, but I, I mean it. The, the bigger news is is what maybe five years ago, ten years ago, he came back out. He he's got a band, but now he has this like full full like lumberjack beard. And wears dark glasses all the time. That's more of a shocker than this, than the name on this list. Yeah, but yeah. here's the here's the weird thing about it. Because if I remember right, because again, my little sister she watched Blue's Clues. Um, Steve was only on there for a season. They, he replaced him. They replaced him with another guy. Yeah. Because in the way it went, because he he went to school or something like that, so he wasn't on the show anymore. Yeah. So any kid who's old enough or young enough to remember Blue's Clues didn't watch Homicide because Homicide was like 99 Blue's Clues was like 97 or 98 96 Blue's Clues yeah or Homicide okay yeah oh yeah, yeah Blue, Blue's Clues yeah. is 96 and I'll go, go Homicide ahead Homicide was like 99 or 2000 
So none of those kids would have seen that. And, you know, they I'm, I'm willing to guess that their memory is not that sharp to where they're going to recognize Steve on the show. Right. You know, so it really wouldn't be unless someone told you that, you know, that he was that he was that he was on there, and even so, it's like so he left the show after a season. Right, right, and I think it's even more. It's probably more of a shocker to to uh, stay at home moms who yeah. there, there there was that whole phenomenon back then where you would read, read these stories about women that uh, that daydream or go to sleep and have sex fantasies about Steve just because they have to they watch Blues Clues <laughs> constantly. <laughs> you know, and I think maybe it's part of Hollywood myth or whatever, but I think that's why he left is because he was constantly getting hit on by by cougars and and you know housewives whenever he would do the live shows. That's fucking funny. But can you imagine um, like doing the live shows and like just cougars throwing their panties up on the stage yeah. in front of their children? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like, like the the uh, the wives were coming more for for uh, him than you know the kids were. This is like this is like Pee Wee's Playhouse in reverse. <laughs> yeah, to tie into a previous episode. <laughs> yeah, but um, the only only reason why I know that the show came out in 96 was because that, that's when I was in college and okay. I didn't I didn't really know or have to call Quentin until much later in my life I didn't know Quentin in college but I knew people who knew Quentin and you know I'd go and knock on their their uh their dorm room door in the mornings, you know, go, time to go to class, and they would be baked watching Blues Clues. <laughs> Apparent, apparently, for uh, for friends of Quentin, uh, Nick Jr. was the thing to watch, and not no. even friends of Quentin. Uh, I, I mean, like the. The, the hippie kids that did the mushrooms and stuff mm. they they would watch all of those all of those uh, Nick Jr. shows and like cause you can even I want to say like Hot Topic or, or Spencer's and stuff at least probably early 2000s late late like 99 98 you could buy you know backpacks and shit with that their uh, the Nick Jr. mascot face, like, like oh, you could yeah. buy that stuff because that's what stoners did. <laughs> you know, I, I can totally see that though, because I mean, looking back on, I mean, some of that stuff in the nineties, I can see that's, that's, some, that's some pretty good stuff to light up to. Yeah, I mean, you saw what happened. You, you saw what we had to call Quentin to watch Pee Wee. Yeah, and then um, and and throwing back to the eighties, I mean, man. I'm wondering what I wonder if anyone lit up to like Pinwheel with all that goddamn um all those cartoon shorts or, like the claymation or like the early early primitive CGI and all that other weird stuff they did in little shorts. No, those was, weird those those weird puppets. That show came out in the seventies? Yeah. Yeah, it's mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. It's mushrooms yeah. and psychedelics. Well, there you go. 
That's what I'm saying, man. I'm thinking about all that stuff. Uh, or like Sharon Lois and Bram's Elephant Show, which I didn't remember. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mention from back then, <laughs> which is god awful. Even as a kid, I thought I was just sappy, syrupy, sweet. Um, they sang songs, you know, with their little triple guitars or whatever they played. Mm-hmm. And they had a little elephant that walked around, never really talked, it just kind of emoted. Yeah, I yeah, can see I somebody never... I can see somebody dropping some acid to that, tripping balls all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh but, man. Um, let's jump back into... What? I want to say real quick, though, uh, I'm, I'm just looking at this article, again, talking about uh, Mr. Arthur Reggie, otherwise known as Show Business, the rapper. Mm-hmm. You know, what is it with these child actors who grow up and become rappers and have the most nondescript names, like, uh, that you never heard any music from? Like, I never heard any music from Show Business, but then also, there's, uh, you know, that kid from, from Cop and a Half? He grew up to be a rapper named Enormous. And really? Yeah. And, I mean, I I am hard-pressed to think of any time I might have heard any music from Enormous. Like, like E period Normous? E, I think it's E dash Norm, because I guess his real name is Norman. And then U.S. Oh, good lord. <laughs> You know, maybe Enormous and Show Business should collab. I mean, that would be but an interesting mixtape. Yeah, that'd be something. Not really. No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> but uh, let's get back to this list. Um, number five is Little Pete, Danny Tamborelli. Which, again, this list is stupid. But... Yeah, there's there's only three real highlights on this, this list, but uh, yeah, Danny Tamborelli, Little Pete, he uh, did a. God, I want to say he was on Mad TV or maybe or something, but uh, he's still the only in yeah he still yeah. yeah they they just had a Pete and Pete reunion a couple of years ago. Oh, I never saw that. But the latest thing that he's done is uh, he's the voice of Jimmy on on Grand Theft Auto V, the uh, overweight pot-smoking kid. Yeah. Which, okay. I mean, I mean that, so? that's not a horrible, that's not, that, that doesn't kill my childhood. No, it doesn't. It. He does voice work all the time, so. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? And then real quick, number six is uh, Jason David Frank, who, of course may or may not know it was the original Green Ranger from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers he's gone on to be an MMA fighter Why that doesn't that... kill my childhood in fact doesn't that doesn't that strengthen your childhood it's like yeah a Power Ranger goes on to be a professional fighter I mean how, what, what's yeah. so hard to believe about that yeah I mean if nothing else there should be a whole like league of <laughs> of, of ex-Power Rangers that, that have gone on to, to do do MMA fighting or something, you know? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, but... Um, and he's like... See, like, Lord Zed come down to the ring to, like, the... the little... Oh, uh, do you know how badass that would be? <laughs> 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 oh, I, I, I would go to one of those shows and 
I'd, I'd be front row at the octagon if, if Lord Zed's gonna come down and and be the referee. Oh, I'd buy it. I'd buy every fight. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, have Bulk and Skull in there doing oh, commentary, shit. and they come down to the ring with that uh, with that tube of music they used to follow them around. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we need to write this up. Oh shit! Need... Get on it. Yeah, we 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 need to do this. <laughs> but let's see what else is there. Uh, number seven is uh, another guy that you would barely remember is uh, Eric MacArthur from Salute Your Shorts. He was in the first season of Salute Your Shorts. Yeah, and I watched a ton of Salute Your Shorts. That show was heat, and we will come back around and talk about that a little bit. But I don't think I recognize him in anything else if he showed up. He, I wouldn't be like, oh, hey, that's Michael. Yeah, he was in a movie with Paris Hilton. Okay. At His character name was Drunk Guy on the Couch. But again, okay, so he had a little bit role in the movie, Big Whoop. Yeah, but even then, he had a bit role in Salute Your Shorts. He was only in the first season, and then he got replaced. Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? Is there was a kid named Mike uh, in my high school who looked a lot like this guy. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fucked up. You make fun of him. <laughs> No, because no one else seemed to agree with me except my sister. I'm like, doesn't he look just like Michael from Sucha Shorts? Like, yeah, like, and his name is Michael. <laughs> People either claim to not know what that was. I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, I think they're lying to me. Or they just didn't. They, they just didn't believe it. They're just like, huh, I don't, I don't see it. Like, how do you not see it? His face yeah, is exactly the same. I mean, the hair is different, but his face. Look at this dude. I wasn't there, so I can't comment. Yeah, I know. I wish I had a picture of him, like, side by side. Yeah. I'll show you. Yeah. But, uh, all right. We're at the bottom of this list, and then we're going to take a break. Um, number 10 and number 11. Number 10, again, this is a show that I watched, but other than the main guy, I didn't pay attention to the other kids. And it's it's a Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, yeah, I don't recognize anybody except the glasses guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rachel Blanchard played Kristen. And Are You Afraid of the Dark? It, it's, what, five or six kids, and they get together and they tell stories. Uh, yeah, ghost stories. Because this, this was the 90s when Goosebumps was big. And, you know, those kid horror stories were were big I don't think they're too big anymore nah in fact unless you count it, Twilight eh but is that really horror I mean horror to us cause it's but I don't yeah. know but uh nah what's, what's, what's funny about this Are You Afraid of the Dark though is that you know the Goosebumps books had been around for maybe a couple years at that point mm-hmm. but they beat the TV show to the punch cause the TV show didn't come out till the late 90s and that was on Fox right uh yeah, yeah that's on Fox, Fox Kids, Kids. Yeah. yeah and this, it's about to get a movie with Jack Black hmm coming out soon but um oh, my kids anyway, kind of yeah, like Goosebumps are, so yeah kinda... Are You Afraid of the Dark was a was a cool show yeah. I thought yeah yeah it was oh you know what else was awesome 
Um, there's Are You Afraid of the Dark? But see, um, I would also flip over because, uh, well, depending on what they were showing in that night, that uh, that eight o'clock time slot. Um, no, 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 no. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Are You Afraid of the Dark? That was that was the last show on SNCC. I would flip over Beavis and Butthead. Then after that, Tales from the Crypt. Oh yeah. So that was like, yeah. So like, tar- t- Are You Afraid of the Dark was like, like. I mean, it was nowhere near as gruesome, obviously. It was for kids. But that was like the warm-up, you know, before you got to Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I never got into Tales from the Crypt. I love Tales from the Crypt. And you had HBO, yeah. man. You had... Yeah, but I think we got rid of it by the time Tales from the Crypt came out. Oh, really? My parents got rid of it. No, yeah. I, I think so. But and anyway, Rachel Blanchard from... Are you afraid of the dark? I guess apparently she's British, or maybe she's an American in Britain, but she was on TV show Peep Show, where she got buck naked. <laughs> I don't know that show. I've never naked. seen <laughs> bucket naked. I've never seen um. I've never seen Peep Show. Have you? No. Okay. And I think it might be on Hulu. Okay. But I've never seen it. But if if you were a fan of Kristen on Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, check out Peep Show because apparently she get naked. Yeah. Well, again, I would never, I would never put those two together. I wouldn't know. Yeah. I wouldn't know her if I saw her. Yeah. Again, I only recognize the guy with the glasses, and I don't believe I've seen him in anything. But uh, another aside, real quick about Are You Afraid of the Dark, because uh, that was where I first got introduced to uh, Nosferatu. Like they did an episode where uh, that they, you know, they had a Rialto theater that uh, was losing money, and uh, they found some movie in the vault that uh, they would show, or they were, they were trying to get, get people to come back, and they found this movie in the vault. I'm like, oh, let's try this one. Nosferatu, Demon Vampire. They put it on, but then he came to life through the screen and started haunting the theater. But that was my first um, exposure. To, I didn't know that there was that, that that was actually a real movie. It was a Boot, it was that, and it was actually a bootleg of Dracula. Yeah. And it wasn't until years later that I knew that there really was a Nosferatu, and you know all the history of it, and that's what made me actually want to check out the movie finally. You know, so props to him for that. Yeah, and I think I think Nosferatu actually predates Dracula. I think so. The movies, yeah, because because Nosferatu was a silent film first, and then. Well, I, I mean, of course, the book came first. But. Right, but they didn't have the license to make Dracula, so they took it, changed all the names, and gotcha. you know, and made and, and made the movie. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So that's what it was. They didn't have the license to adapt it, so they just changed. The name was Count Orlock, not Dracula, and they just changed the stuff around. Ah, okay. Yeah, but anyway, let's go to uh, the end cap on this list before we go to yeah. the break. End cap on this list is Katrina Johnson. Mm, okay, now at the beginning you were talking about how you had a thing for uh, for Elisa uh, Reyes, mm-hmm. and she was fine. Um, but okay, Katrina Johnson. Okay, I only watched all that for maybe three seasons of it before I got tired of it. In the first season, she was pretty young. Katrina was pretty young and kind of chubby the second season all of a sudden she hit her growth spurt had a you know shed the baby weight grew up and out and all that whoa 
And so all of a sudden now, I, now you, you watch the, the, the show for Elisa. I'm watching the show for Katrina now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she was really cute back then. Yeah, and doing that Ross Perot got really awkward once she started, you know, filling out. <laughs> well, the thing is, I don't know how long she did it anymore after that, though. I know the first season she did a lot. <laughs> If she did in that other season, I completely blocked it out because that would have been weird. <laughs> yeah, but then, uh, uh, finally, she, uh, she, ne- well, the picture is interesting, but Man, she, right she was on a uh, TV show on the Playboy channel called The King of Clubs. And again, what's with this Playboy and Nickelodeon? I don't know. I, and I, uh, I, and well, what's what's uh, I guess what's kind of blowing my mind about it is that number one, I thought that. Well, uh, well, well, well. Let's just talk about this list real quick. Uh, I would say Kel Mitchell didn't make this list, and Kel Mitchell, last time I heard of him, he was banging a stripper. So, um, you know, you think you would have found him on here somewhere? Something to do with Playboy. Or, or something but uh but nope and then uh secondly you know I had no idea Nickelodeon stars they either go away or they transition pretty well I thought Disney was the channel that produced all the sluts <laughs> yeah I don't know I don't know Nickel- well I mean really there weren't a lot of Nickelodeon stars were there I mean, I mean, other than other than Keenan and Keenan, <laughs> I mean, how how many how many how many kid stars have transitioned into something? You know, uh, okay, Keenan, um, Nick Cannon. Oh yeah, I forgot. Well, uh, yeah, he was on all that too. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh. Well, Amanda Bynes for a time, you know, until she lost her mind. Oh, but, yeah. But Amanda, again, she, but she was actually a decent actor and had a pretty decent career for, you know, in, until she went crazy. Yeah. Uh, Lori Beth Denberg wrote uh, all that till the, you know, she, she went down with the ship, basically. I don't think she ever left the show. But then she went on to Steve Harvey, which actually was a pretty decent character on there, but then didn't do anything after that, so... Uh, I guess we what, can't count that. She's been on, and she been on uh, Workaholics a few times. Yeah, as herself. Oh, as herself. Yeah, as herself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the sign that things ain't going right if you're playing yourself. Yeah, she's herself, or she always gets like the just the generic, random fat girl role. She appears like in all kind of stuff. It's like some fat chick who breaks a, uh, I don't know, breaks a seat or something like that. It's really, it's terrible. Actually, it's really bad. But I mean, that's what she's reduced to now. So I guess we can't count her. Um, damn. Now nah, I guess there really haven't been a lot of Nickelodeon stars. I I hard pressed to think of any. Well, there. Yeah. Omar. <laughs> what about Omar Gooding? Oh please. <laughs> what was he? What has he been in? He was only, in Baby only Boy. They, what? Oh. <laughs> Get out of here with that nonsense. We're going to break. <laughs> See you on the other side, folks. Hi, right, folks. 
Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching? Nick? Aren't you glad? You watching? You watching? You watching? Nick? What is Jack? Jack is great stuff. Oozy. <laughs> Jack is fishy. You can pull it. Make Jack sounds. How rude! Suck it up and squirt it out with a Jack back. Pump it up and blow it up with a Jack inflator. Well, I never. Nickelodeon Jack comes in different colors, sizes, and playsets. Each sold separately. Coming soon from Mattel. Disgusting. Can anything the animal? The animal. It's a big, powerful four by four. But when the going gets tough, it uses its claws to climb over anything that gets in its way. The animal. The animal. Can anything stop? The animal. The animal. The animal clawing its way to the top. The animal. Each sold separately. Batteries not included. New from Galoo. about new nerd cereal is which side? Are you gonna eat burn? Orange flavor on this side. Orange. Cherry flavor on this side. Cherry. So which side? They're both so delicious. I can't decide. New nerd cereal is the fruity good part of your complete breakfast. Which side are you gonna eat? Which side are you gonna eat? Also available in grape and strawberry. What's your favorite TV show? You can't do that on television. Well, what's your favorite shampoo? I don't know. Introducing You Can't Do That on Television Green Slime Shampoo. It gets you clean, it won't turn you green. It looks like green slime, but with one big difference. It's shampoo. Just say those three little words. I don't know. And go from stringy, slimy hair to silky, shiny hair. It's amazing that something that looks so terrible leaves your hair so clean and great looking. You get an 8-ounce bottle of Green Slime Shampoo. Plus, as an introductory TV offer, you get an 8-ounce bottle of Green Slime Liquid Soap. All for only $6.95. To order, send check or money order for $6.95 plus $2 shipping and handling. That's $8.95 to Nickelodeon Green Slime. P.O. Box 800197, Houston, Texas, 77280. Make check or money order payable to Nickelodeon Green Slime. No COD orders accepted. Send no cash. Include local sales tax where applicable. Allow six to eight weeks delivery. Green Slime Shampoo. It gets you clean. It won't turn you green. Order today. Nickelodeon. Lodeon. And we're back. Yeah, we're back. And if you notice... You know, because this is Death Cakes podcast and not actually Nickelodeon, we don't have a whole like you know eight minute commercial break like they used to do. Yeah. Oh God, those commercial breaks. Killers, man. Horrible. Killers. Um. Hey, man. Before we start getting into the stuff in this segment, I just want to go back to real quick. Um. Snick that original lineup that we're talking about. It always, it always started off with uh, Clarissa explains it all. And uh, for people who don't know, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's the wifey's name. Her name is uh, Clarissa. 
And the whole time I've known her, I have never once made that joke because it's something I figured that she heard. She's heard a million times before, <laughs> and apparently it has. Because remember, she she actually told me once, you know, yeah, when she was a kid, and she would introduce new people, and she's like, "Oh, my name's Clarissa." They'd be like, "Oh, do you explain it all?" <laughs> you know, after the first couple times you've heard that, it's pretty old, it's pretty stale. You know, and I've actually never once said it. I because I just assume as soon as I met her, I'm like, yeah, she's heard that one a million times. I'm not gonna say it. And then um, I'd gone back to her uh, to to uh, her old hometown to go. Uh, visit some people back there and uh, she was showing me her old place and talking about like you know her best friend who lived next door and she was saying oh yeah you know he was my best friend you know um, he used to climb up uh, through my window and I said holy shit and I said you were Clarissa <laughs> I, was like, I was like when he knocked on the window did it play that one soul guitar riff you're like hey Sam <laughs> And did she hit you? <laughs> no, she ain't laughed her ass. Oh. <laughs> I was like, because I told her, like, you know what? I told you, I told, I told her exactly what I just told everybody here. The whole time I, I said, you know, the whole time I've known you, I've never made that joke. It's something I assume you've always heard a million times. So you said, I'm like, oh shit, you really were Clarissa. <laughs> <laughs> your best friend climbed in through the window. Yeah. I... And then you went downstairs, and your parents were like, hey. I've been holding it in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, how how do you know. spring that joke on somebody? <laughs> so I've, I've just been holding it in and, and waiting for an opportune time, but it, it's never come. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you don't need to make it because you know she really did. She, she really embodied. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't have to. But um, yeah, with uh, snake getting back to snake. So get on your flow chart, page four, uh, paragraph three. I think we're on now. But uh, Snick was, yeah, the Saturday night block, I am corrected. Um, I think it changed every year, didn't it? Yeah. Well, every couple of years. But um, mm-hmm. it was Crystal Explains It All, and then Pete and Pete showed up. Yeah. Roundhouse got kicked to uh, the late shift. Yeah, because no one watched the show. Yeah. But and eventually it just got moved to like Sunday afternoons because. <laughs> really, seriously, no one watched. Did you watch Pete and Pete? I love Pete and Pete. I mean, I. So I think Pete I I watched out. it, but I didn't watch it with enough. I didn't watch it often enough to to get any, any kind of references now as an adult. If if you can't came up to me right now and try to give me some reference to Pete and Pete, I wouldn't get it. I would just stare at you. Oh man. Okay. Well, it's funny you say that. Well, let me take a quick aside here and talk about how Pete and Pete got started. They're actually just little shorts, like dur- during the uh, commercial breaks, they used to come on when they were much younger. And then eventually, they said, "You know what? We want to turn this into a show," and they did. But now everybody's much older. They got deeper voices and everything. It was funny. But uh, I mean, the show, all the characters, they all had. It's kind of like, uh, what can I compare it to? Basically, everybody had, like, some kind of nickname. Like, the whole show had this, all, all this built-in lore, like, that you're just supposed to know as you go along. Like, they talk about it as you know this already. Like, there was a guy named, uh, Pitstain, because he was always working out, and he had, you know, stains in his armpits. 
uh, there was a guy named Hathead because he always wore uh, he always wore a skull cap and he'd take it off and he had the hat hair. Uh, there was a guy named Endless Mike, which took me a long time to figure out, but they called him Endless Mike because he kept flunking, and so he stayed in the same grade forever, so they called him Endless Mike. So shit like that. But um, nah, there's there's several show several episodes that I can always bring up to uh, people who watch the show. Definitely my sister and my brother um, who were really into it. There was one when they were in little they, they played uh, little league baseball, and after every game at the refreshment stand, they were allowed to get a free slushy, and everybody would pick you know their favorite flavor. Except uh, there was one called the Orange Lazarus. They all had names like that, the Grape, whatever. But the one I remember is called the Orange Lazarus, and you weren't supposed to order that one because it was too cold. Now, why it was colder than every other slush in the same machine, I don't know why. <laughs> but the Orange Lazarus, you couldn't drink it without getting an instant brain freeze and going to the hospital. And no one can conquer the Orange Lazarus until like the very end when Little Pete did it. Uh, but you know now we see or we see orange Slurpees or, or you know go to an orange Julius or any anything like that. <laughs> I always I can always bring up orange Lazarus and you know my sister and brother they'll laugh. <laughs> you know or people who remember it they'll laugh. Um, there was an episode where uh, Pete's father well they go on a lot of road trips and so Pete's Pete's father had a um, they had a, a license plate to say King. Well there was. He wanted to have, make it say King of the Road, or to say King of Fraud, because King of the Road was taken. And so, they're driving on a, they're on a road trip one day uh, with their family, and all of a sudden, right next to them pulls up another station wagon with another family in it, and he has a license plate that says King of the Road. And so all of a sudden, there's like this competition throughout the whole time, like from, from rest stop to rest stop. You know, they're trying to beat each other, and then eventually they they start stacking up their luggage higher than the other one, like, down the highway. It was crazy. And so uh, the Pete the Pete and Pete family won, and so the other guy, they had to switch license plates. So he got the King of the Road license plate, whatever. And then there was one, I remember, where they had a teacher who uh, had really bad varicose veins, and they said they that the, the the map was almost it was an exact replica of like the um the tri-state area, and then they showed like one <laughs> and the Pete oh yeah by the way I didn't mention that uh Big Pete he narrates the whole thing as it's going along uh you know kind of in a monologue like you know Wonder Years or one of those but uh he was talking about his teacher and he was talking about the whole varicose veins thing and how it looked like the map of the tri-state area and they said when they had they, they added the extension to the highway it had this green line and all of a sudden it said but somehow the teacher gained another vein and that's when they built the, when they built the highway extension and ended up right there in the same exact spot and no one can figure out why uh, and then there's another episode I don't remember exactly why but they had uh, this guy named the world's strongest man named, his, his name was Artie he was a weird nerdy nerdy guy he was the world's strongest man and whenever they tried to call him they had to play funk music and the marching band started they broke I just remember this one episode don't remember what it was about but I remember they were trying to find Artie so Pete little Pete had changed everybody's uh, sheet music to a love roller coaster so the brass band all of a sudden they break into love roller coaster on the horns and then Artie comes running out of nowhere to the school like a <laughs> but yeah I love Pete and Pete man I just love all those little quirks like that and uh, to be honest I don't remember a whole lot of 
full episodes, but I remember a little stuff like that. And wasn't there a, a dude like the the ice cream salesman that wore the like the Jack in the Box head and wouldn't take it off? Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. Uh, what was that about? I can't remember what that what, what that whole thing was. Was about. that yeah, a, was that, that just an episode or was that a running gag? That was a running gag. Like a lot okay. of stuff made made numerous appearances. Gotcha. Um, Michelle Trachtenberg. That's where she also ah. That's another one. Michelle Trachtenberg. Although she doesn't really work anymore that I know of, but she had a she had a run for a while. Michelle Trachtenberg. Yeah, she was in um, Road Trip and some other. She was uh, Buffy's little sister. Oh yeah, out of she got real hot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Razor is skinny as a razor, but she was she was pretty cute. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, she uh. Yeah, she she had to run for a while, and I don't know what she's done lately, but she's she's still around. Yeah. And yeah, I guess yeah. uh oh well I, we talked about Clarissa uh, explains it all. Melissa Joan Hart has been around for a long time too. Yeah, her show just got canceled actually. Yes, it did. I was gonna say that. I just heard that. What, what I don't channel was that on? Show. Was it TV Land or TV nah, Guide Network or something? Nah, ABC Family. ABC Family, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah her White show watches. was Joey Fatone or not Joey Fatone, Joey. Joey yeah, Joey Lawrence. Yeah, she watches that show. At least she did. <laughs> it got canceled. She doesn't watch anymore. You know, it's a nice show. It's kind of vanilla, but whatever. Yeah. But she's been around for a long time. Well, I guess her mainly known for Clarissa and uh, Sabrina. Mm-hmm. That was a big hit on TGIF, so. Was that T- I thought that was a family. Mm-mm. Well, a- ABC Family, I guess, what, ran the reruns. Right, because it was okay. ABC. Yeah. Yeah, TGIF. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then uh, after Pete, there was a Secret World of Alex Mack. Terrible. What? Wasn't she an alien, or she had psychic powers, or something? She got in some kind of ex- science. The, the school had gone on a field trip to us. You know, kind of like the Spider-Man story. They gone on a field trip to some 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 science place, and she got came in contact with some chemical or something like that. So she got powers, like she could. Like the main one, she could transform into a liquid puddle. Right. Which I'm like, what the hell's the point of this? Yeah. But her, oh, I forgot what her name was. She had a run for, I mean, a brief one. But she went into, she she went on to do some movies uh, for a minute too. She was in a movie with Julia Stiles. I forgot what it was. And she had some other other couple movies too, but uh, maybe a TV show or two here. But nah, she hasn't worked in a while. That huh. I know of. And then, after Secret World, Alex Mack, uh, another show that came on in 96 was Space Cases. <laughs> which, oh my god. Which was the second show for um, Walter Jones, who you may know as uh, the Black Ranger from the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, I mean, this is literally, like, right after that iteration of Power Rangers went off, he appears here. Well, no, he it, it hadn't gone off. He left. Oh, okay. Because he yeah, got yeah, replaced. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. He, okay. he got, got replaced by uh, the voice of Ichigo from, from Bleach. Johnny Young Bosch took his place oh, as Black Ranger. Okay. Yeah. All right, so he goes to does Space Cases. Space Cases was like Star Trek Jr.? Yeah. But really... I don't remember what the hell the point was. I don't. They they were a bunch of 
like cadets on a spaceship, and the spaceship is kind of like, um, if I remember right, it was like that movie from the 80s space camp where the ship got launched accidentally, and then they have to work to find their way back home. Yeah, but the weird thing was that, like the adults didn't know how to work the ship. The ship would only respond to the kids. Yeah. 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 So that's that, not good. Uh-uh. So that was his <laughs> That was his uh second show. It was also I believe it was the first show for uh, uh Jewel State, if I'm saying her name right. Actually, she did a couple bit parts on Are You Afraid of the Dark? But uh, she was starring role in Space Cases. She then went on to be on a bunch of other little stuff, but then was on Firefly as Kaylee. Okay, so another spaceship show? Yeah. Yeah, then she was on a bunch of other stuff. Wow. Um... Stargate, Warehouse 13, Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she, she's gone on and done some stuff. She still works. But, yeah, uh, I... yeah, that's where she got her start. And wasn't she the one with, like, the rainbow hair? And she talked to an imaginary friend? See, I can't really... I don't really remember a whole lot. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who was who. I just remember Walter Jones. I remember a guy from, from Uranus. He had, like, this weird little antenna thing coming out of his forehead yeah yeah and there was somebody else too because it they were all aliens from our our solar system yeah everybody was from a different planet yeah but I don't remember much about that show other than they were just trying to get home yeah and did they ever get home I don't know it might be the Gilligan's Island of uh of of Nickelodeon space shows because I don't remember it ever ending properly. Yeah, I think it got pulled. I, I don't remember. But the rest of it, I mean, the rest of the shows that are left, yeah, they're most... What is it? I mean, it's the Mystery Files of Shelby Boo. Don't know what that is. Uh, I remember the Kel. name, but I don't know what that is. Yeah, The Journey of Alan Strange. Don't know that one. Is that the one? Yeah, that was the one where um, the black kid's an alien, okay. and he, he lives with a white family. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. They were trying to remake Webster for the 90s? Or different strokes? I guess so. I, um, here, I'm reading a thing. Uh... Alan states that he has chosen to be African-American when confronted with the task of blending in with society. I guess, okay. uh... But was that, was that ever taken into account? Like, did they... Yeah, uh, apparently they, they did a whole episode on Black History Month. Okay. Be, uh, bringing up the fact that he chose to be a black person. Okay, well... Whatever. Cool, I guess. Um, there was Kablam... Which yeah. was which was a kitsch. It, it was it was an animated sketch show where there would just be segments of cartoons, basically. Yeah, and the only reason I watched it, well, the main reason I watched it anyway, because I didn't like too much of that stuff. I watched it because 
if you remember, um, all that used to have a, um, a segment where they had the Action League. Now mm-hmm. it was all uh, you know action figures, uh, stop yeah. motion animation, whatever. And were they broken? Yeah, well, a some lot of them, them were broken. And so shit. like the the He Man stand in was naked. The uh, there was one of them that had been the melted flesh. a bunch of times. Or broken or melted or taped together or something like yeah. that. Yeah, Meltman was melted. <laughs> Meltman, yeah, there we go. And, and the, the flesh was melt. naked. He's super strong and super naked. <laughs> I think there was like a most clearly a Barbie doll head on a Wonder Woman body or something like that. But uh, yeah, I mean it. Those it, were funny on all that, and then so they put him on Kablam, and they had basically more and longer sketches. Yeah, but that's the it, main reason I watched. It. it was really like, you know, the broken in uh, Toy Toy Story One, the broken toys from the kid next door. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically toys. all those broken toys. They get their own show and they get like, super. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's kind of what it is. Yeah, and I mean that, that's pretty much all the Snick shows. Yeah, um, I'm gonna pull some more stuff out there. But there's. I mean, there, there are a lot of shows out there, not just necessarily on SNCC. Yeah. Like... Yeah, that, that was like, uh, that was a Saturday, sat, like a Saturday uh, evening. Um, I want to talk real quick about some of the stuff that came on, like, Sunday afternoons, though. Um, do you remember 15? No. Yeah, I couldn't find any information on it until I... I even looked on the Internet Bible. I couldn't find it. But then I found it because, again, more Canadian stuff. Um, this show was actually called Hillside or Hillside High or something like that. And in America, they, they changed the name to 15. But basically, it was a kid's soap opera. It was like 90210 for kids. And I saw exactly one episode of that and said, fuck this noise. And turned the channel to whatever else we could find. And then... When that went off, I went back to Nickelodeon. But, uh, yeah, that's one that, uh, people don't seem to remember a lot of whenever I, <laughs> whenever I talk about old Nickelodeon. Like, do you remember that show? It sucked. Like, I don't remember. And I'm like, good, because it sucked. Um, and then, uh, here's another one from, uh, Sunday afternoons, Wienerville. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was a weekly show, wasn't it? That wasn't just on Sunday. That was like, uh, or not? It was a daily show. It became daily. It started off on Sunday afternoons, and it was for, on for two hours, like literally. Yeah. It was like a two-hour block of show, and um, because they just had to fill the time slots, you know. Because Nickelodeon still, as long as it had been around and as popular as we might have thought it was, it really hadn't hit its stride yet. Mm-hmm. So they're still really just kind of putting stuff into fill times, time slots. So. Um, a lot of the game shows have started to go away, even though you still had a couple of them left over, but then you have them doing, like, putting stuff on, like, two hours of Wienerville. And all Wienerville was, I mean, the guy's name was Mark Wiener, that's where the name, the name comes from, but he's got these, uh, these puppets that are all basically little tiny bodies with his head placed where, you know, the head should be, and then he, I guess he films it somewhere else, and then, uh... Because then everybody is in a window on a screen or something like that. So he talks to them like that as though they're having a real life conversation. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, pretty much all the puppets, uh, well, I shouldn't say all of them, all of the head puppets are him. And yeah, he filmed it a bunch of times over. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It seems like a whole lot of work had to go into that. But then you realize, no, it didn't because there's not a whole lot of content in that stuff. What happens is 
um, there's time taken out of each one for uh, games because it was shown in front of a live audience. So they have audiences come up, your audience members come up and play games. But then also they would cut away and do cartoon like cartoon shorts all the time. So yeah. really, it's probably maybe about ten minutes of content, twenty minutes of cartoons and games, and still haven't taken account for uh, commercial breaks. So, so yeah, that's how that show went. But uh, as far as the cartoons, when I say cartoon breaks, all old, not public domain stuff like Pee Wee, but definitely old bygone stuff like Popeye and Mr. Magoo and stuff like that, and um, the old original uh, uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh yeah, yeah. So they showed a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's just how they filled uh, out Sunday. Yeah, well, yeah. You only take so much of that. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I had little siblings, and you know, <laughs> so I, I caught a lot of that. Yeah, but um, I mean, Nickelodeon. It wasn't really till the '90s till they started getting their own original programming yeah before the sponge took over <laughs> but they had you know a lot of good shows you know back in back in the day in in the 90s especially they had get pulled up. they had Rocco's Modern Life which <laughs> you want to talk about a show that is full of sex induendos Rocco's Modern Life. Yeah, that's another one, man. We might have to <laughs> do a point five or something like that and talk about how much shit went over, the, went past the censors on this one. And this is yeah. actually on the Kids Network. Yeah, this on in the afternoon. Yeah, this wasn't at night. This was after school time. They they showed this show, and Rocco's Modern Life is a wallaby living next door to uh, his best friend's a cow. He lives next door to these fish people called the Big Heads. Um, but he works in a phone sex place. They don't ever come out and say it, but yeah. No, they they never say it. But if you look at the the posters and the notes on the wall, oh, it's totally a porn porno phone sex. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm saying they never come out and say it, and, but you can figure it out from <laughs> from the context. Oh yeah, of, you know everything around. Yeah, and. I want to say it was the Nostalgia Critic. He put together like a top 11 uh, innuendos or, or so, uh, top 11 things you didn't notice about your favorite cartoons <laughs> or something like that. I swear, out of that 11, at least six of them were from Ren and Snippy. Or, or from, uh, from, Rocco. from Rocco's Modern, Modern Life. Because there, there was an episode where where Rocco goes to, to stay at a hotel. And the hotel guy is like a... You know, it, it's only forty dollars for the hour or something like that. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's just all kinds of. Sh- <laughs> I mean, it it watching it now, you're like, oh my god! Oh, the show's filthy, it, man. It's worse than Pee Wee. It is. And Pee Wee had some shit. Pee Wee had some shit that we forgot to mention. Well, I mean, there's even whole <laughs> stuff that's even um, just like readily. Like that you can't miss, even when you are a kid. Like, right? Keeps like like this is this is there's this big woman that uh, shows up. This kind of a running gag shows up on a bunch of episodes where he bumps into her, ends up like smashing into her butt or smashing into her breasts, 
and she goes, "How dare you!" and uppercuts him across the, uh, you know, across the expressway or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, they're uh, filthy. Yeah. Filth, warm filth, <laughs> as Mr. Cosby would say before he before you dosed your drink. <laughs> um. <laughs> moving on. Uh, also had Doug. Doug, which one of my favorites. Those two right there. I mean, Doug and Rocco of all the Nicktoons. Those are my favorite. Yeah, I. Not a fan of Doug. Doug, though I though I liked it enough to when ABC bought the rights to Doug and changed it. I was mad, but you know, other than I. I other than Doug, Patty, and um, what's his name, Roger Klotz, I couldn't tell you anyone else on that show. Oh man, Skeeter, Chalky, BB. Oh yeah, Skeeter. Ben Truck. Yeah. Four next day student. Woovas, woovas, woovas. Yeah. <laughs> though, uh, though Doug did influence uh, Doug Funny, the rapper whose song we use as our theme song. Yes. Yes. Um, and, uh, oh, God. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Doug to me is kind of like, it's kind of like animated Wonder Years. I guess. You know, I mean, a little more comic, uh, you know, kidified, you know, but that's the way I always took it, and I always liked the show. Yeah, I guess. I, I just wasn't as into it. Um, of course, the Rugrats. You know, I hate Rugrats. I do too. I really hate that show. Now, when it first came out, I mean, all right, it was fine, it was fine enough. I mean, I didn't watch a lot of it, but you know, if I saw it, I mean, it, it's, it's fine. It's mm. innocent enough, I guess. But again, I have younger siblings, or in particular, a certain younger sibling whose name I won't mention. <laughs> but uh, he had tapes like you remember the Nickelodeon, those big orange Nickelodeon tapes. Oh yeah, dude. Of Ru- he had this stacks of fucking Rugrats tapes and then he would re- his, 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 his uh his auntie would record like hours you know as, as much like six hours of Rugrats on a videotape and have all that he watched so much Rugrats I'm like I can't stand it yeah I can't, I can't stand, stand it either hear another fucking and, and and the thing about it is and that's bad enough but the thing he kept watching it until he was like 14 <laughs> was oh like, shit <laughs> did he switch over to that all grown up Actually, show. when the All Grown Up show, because it was originally it was a one-off, mm-hmm. and he had to tape it, <laughs> like he had to tape it, make sure that she was recording. And then I don't know if he watched it once they became a full-on series, but he went, he saw both the movies, he owned both the movies, he owned the N64 game. Again, oh, way too old to be owning that shit, but he did. And uh, in fact, I think that I think that Rugrats and Paris game is still sitting around <laughs> somewhere in his house, someplace. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, that show I, is is ruined. I mean, I wasn't I I, I I watched it before, but I didn't hate it, and now I just oh, I, I hate that show with a fucking passion. Yeah, I never liked the show. Though one show that I did really like, just because it was so kind of out there, was Ah Real Monsters. That's another one I didn't see. You didn't you, you didn't get into Doug that much. I didn't get into Ah Real Monsters. I didn't. I, 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 I guess that it just says where my head's at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> off. 
but yeah, I thought that show was great. You know, it's about it. It it was basically pretty much the same story of Monsters Inc. But yeah, it can't came out first. I don't remember when Monsters Monsters Inc. came out in two thousand. No, Monsters Inc. So. did come out to like two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. So this came first. It's basically the same thing. It's monsters in training, learning how to scare people. Yeah. It was a good show. Yeah, uh, I wasn't so much into it. I didn't like Angry Beavers or uh, Cat Dog either. No, your sister did. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Those were her, those were her joints, man. Now, Hey Arnold. Now, I think I was too old. Uh, hey Arnold kind of passed me by, but again, had the little sister. And she was a big fan of it, so I caught some of that. And of of what I saw, it was actually pretty funny. It was it was an art show. Yeah, I I was kind of out of uh, Nick Tunes by the time Hey Arnold. Exactly. I mean, if hey I Arnold was, you know, you were. So um, it's not something I would tune into. But you know, if I was over at my mom's place and my sister was watching it, I would watch with her, and it, it, it'd be fine. It wouldn't be like watching Rugrats. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Nothing is. Yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, other than that, that's most of what Nickelodeon sort of had. I mean, I watched some of this stuff after the fact, like Avatar. I watched way after it it ended. Oh yeah, but you, yeah, that's that's uh, you know, that that's actually going outside the hate. That's going into like yeah. you know, 2005 or six or yeah. that came out. But I, I was just looking at this list of the animated Nicktoons. And, yeah, uh, I mean, that's really the only only show that I watched. Yeah, the Wild Thornberries never gave a shit. Um, oh, here's another one. And this is, I mean, and this is uh, very dated because of just the time. It was, well, this is like 99, 2000. Another one that uh, my sister used to like was uh, Rocket Power. That was one about the extreme sports kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's very ni- that's about as 90s you can get right there. You know, get the kid with the skateboard and sunglasses and all that kind of shit. Yeah, and, and his brother, brother was on a scooter, and yeah. the girl was on something else, a bike yeah, or something. And, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and they uh, lived in Hawaii, and their uncle was a big Samoan dude or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not bad, but again, you know, I was just too old at that point, you know, but uh, no, I totally got the appeal of it and <laughs> the timing of it. I mean, that's the only time it could have come out was in the late 90s. Oh yeah, when everything was extreme. Extreme, yeah, you know. So yeah. I miss that. those things. <laughs> when everything was extreme, but not extreme starting with an E. No. Extreme starting with an A, and if it, it was extreme starting with an X. But if it was really extreme, it started with two X's. And <laughs> and and if it was really extreme, it started two X's, and there wouldn't be spaces between the words that preceded it. It would be uh, dots. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's that the much. 90s. Oh, the nineties, man. That's why we do the show. <laughs> it's the 90s. Yeah. God. God, dude. Uh, I miss sour candy and, and. Oh man. Just everything. <laughs> you know, I was at Dollar Tree the other day, killing time, <laughs> and I saw a big, uh, you know, just a big bin full of uh, uh, crybabies. I always have pocket full of crybabies. Yeah, me too. Those have made my tongue peel today, but probably because we ate so many of them as kids. Yeah, crybabies and warheads. Oh, warheads, hell yeah. But, uh, see, I'm looking at this list. I'm, I'm actually looking at a list of uh, stuff that aired in the 90s. Um, 
I said I'd come back around to it, so let's do it now. Um, salute your shorts and, and hey dude. Hey dude, I it was okay. I didn't like it too much. To me, it wasn't that funny. It was I mean, it was okay. It's kind of a time killer. But it was about some kids uh, who worked summer jobs at a dude ranch, mm-hmm. and you know, it was kind of like you know, um, I guess it does predate Saved by the Bell by maybe by a hair. You know, but it's just it's just teenagers getting into trouble and doing shit. Um, Salute your shorts was the one I really liked, and uh, Camp on Awana, we hold you in our hearts. Man, fuck yeah! You know what? I see people walking around with Camp on Awana shirts. That's how <laughs> awesome that is. Yeah, that, that was a great show. Yeah, was a and great like show. I said, the 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 main kid, Mike or whatever his name is, he got replaced like real quick. Yeah. And, and the other kid was there for the rest of the show, and he was better, even mm-hmm. though I don't remember his name right now. Ronnie Pinsky. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, that show, I mean, God, there's a couple episodes that I can always think of. There's, they're, they're the ones when they snuck off, they snuck off camp and were trying not to get caught by Ugg. And there was one where uh, uh, they found they found out there was a hamburger stand on the other side of the woods. And so they uh, get, they they pulled their money together to go buy a bunch of burgers and bring them back. And I guess the other uh, the subplot well that was a subplot. The main plot was that Donkey Lips who was the uh, the, the the fat kid and Sponge who was the uh, the skinny nerd kid. They're both trying to make the wrestling team, but uh, Donkey Lips was uh, five pounds over and Sponge was five pounds under. So they both had to gain and lose weight. So. Um, one thing so they devised this idea well first of all they got uh, they got the short end of the stick to have to go be the ones to play the dummy and go fetch the burgers and everything but they also uh, <clears throat> they they use it as a training so donkey lips had to push sponge in a wheelbarrow and while sponge sat in the wheelbarrow and just ate, ate 20 bananas and so he would help him. He would be gaining weight, and Donkey Lips would be losing weight. You know, as it's going on, working out. You know, so uh, they were um, they they go out to where the the burger stand is, and somehow Ugg, who is the camp camp counselor, his name was Kevin Lee, but they called him Ugg because they would make his name Ugg Lee. Ha 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 ha. Get it? <laughs> um, and so they would uh, somehow he got tipped off that. That, that, that somebody snuck off campus and so he was following a trail of whatever they left oh cause uh, coins were in uh, Donkey Lips' pocket so he started following the trail of coins after the burger stand so they order the burgers they don't have the money so they try to hide all of a sudden they see Ugg is coming like oh shit so they're they, 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 they find out they, they, they find a way to uh, sneak away without uh, while he's trying to he's trying to uh, he's trying to chat up the, uh, the, the chick running the stand and they sneak all the way back to camp and they down the burgers real fast and everything. It's just you know. So there was there was that one. There's another one where they snuck off to go uh, to see a movie, and, <laughs> and he again he got tipped off that they were there. So the whole time is them trying to sneak around the movie theater and not get caught by him and everything. And they're out in the lobby, just trying not to get caught in the hands of getting thrown out because something he did. But all the episodes like that where he was chasing them off somewhere and. Those are the ones I remember the most, but I mean, pretty much every episode is gold to me. Yeah, and is it streaming anywhere? No, I don't think it is. I don't think it's been streaming anywhere. Is it on DVD? 
I don't think so. I've never seen it if it is. Because that's one that I would pick up to have on the shelf. Yeah, yeah, I would totally want that. And, uh, oh, speaking of Donkey Lips, um, he should have made that list because, uh, he showed up on an episode of Singled Out one day. <laughs> Do you remember that show with Chris Hardwick? Oh, and Jenny, the dating show? Yeah, Jenny McCarthy. Uh-uh. <laughs> one time well, we were I, I, I mean, I remember it. I never saw him on there. <laughs> one time we were watching, um, we were watching uh, MTV and that and Singled Out was on, so we just kept it on. And you know, at the beginning, they show the crowd of the contestants. And we're like, hey, they look like donkey lips. And then sure enough, it was him, but he had a full beard. <laughs> and I think he made it all the way to, uh, at least the, he made the first cut, I guess. But then got a... Uh, didn't make it past the next one so when he walks past the uh the chick who's uh was playing for him, she just looked like oh my god like, <laughs> that was him she recognized him like yeah who doesn't recognize him oh jesus yeah the last thing that i can remember seeing him in was in that, that underrated movie um evolution with david duchovny and orlando jones never saw it oh that's i like that movie a lot he was in that yeah he was one of the him and and uh What's his name from Mallrats? They can't find the sailboat. Oh, they're, Ethan Suplee. Yeah, they're they're brothers on there. Ah oh, man, I'd love that movie. Uh, that's that's one of my my uh, Sunday hangover movies, or it used to be anyway. <laughs> I've never actually seen Evolution, but okay, it's really um, good. I'm trying to think. I've seen um on the on the topic of Solution Shorts. I've seen um. Telly, who I can't remember what the the girl, the, the actress who played the, uh, the black girl, she's been in commercials and stuff. I've seen her in some other stuff. I just that's really about it. Um, the other girl, uh, Dina, who uh, I had a crush on her too. She was pretty hot, and she grew up to be pretty hot. She was in Cover Girl commercials. Yeah, oh my God, I saw her on another one of these because I was looking for another list before the show started, and she was on on there. Yeah. Yeah, she don't look too bad. Yeah, she looked. I'm not quite sure what her ethnicity is. She looked mixed with something. I don't know what she was, but uh, she was cute. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, man, I'm just trying to recall some of the other stuff, man. Some of the stuff out of control. That was a, a show from like the late '80s that uh, Dave Coulier. Oh yeah. Before uh, before Full House, and uh, yeah, if you wanted this before you got fat, and uh, yeah, you wanna um, if if anybody wants to play Terminator and go back in time, to um, and and, and stop her from ever using that cut it out phrase, go back and like take that show off the air because that's where it came from. <laughs> like stop that show from going into production. Oh, cousin Skeeter. See. N- I never watched that show because I just thought it was. So, I just didn't understand why. Why? Why did they do it? Because um, at the time, Bill Bellamy was hot. He, okay, he was on fire. But, but why did they do it? I don't know. Everybody knew what I'm talking about. Why did they do it? What was the point? I don't. Because he needed a kid show. He he needed something to do. Because. Okay. Because Jamie Foxx already had the Jamie Foxx show, so he couldn't have that. So he does a show where you don't even see him? So he, he voices a puppet in a live-action show. No, 
he should have played the father in a live action show. Preferably not on, not on Nickelodeon, but yeah, either but, way. But then he can't. He can't. Uh, can't be all crazy and wild and talk like a idiot. Well, again, why is he. Why, I just don't get it. Why is he a fucking puppet? I don't and know. then people walk around there like they like they're just all everybody's in on the joke. I just I can't stand it. Yeah, and he's a cousin. You know, if you're not on Sesame Street or something like that, you know, pinwheel for the for the for the sake of uh, this show, you can't do it. Yeah, if he's a cousin, then he should then either he should be human or the whole family should be puppets. Yes, but it's not. No. No, but no. Uh, they got. All kinds of celebrities on that show. They got Michael Jordan, MC Light, Dennis Rodman. Well, you know, Nickelodeon had. I don't know if that was like. Was that like the customer or the the uh, I said customer, the uh, community service channel or something like that? Like they had a ton of sports heroes and rappers and stuff show up on a uh, show up on, on on Nickelodeon. For what reason? I don't know. To get the kid market. I guess you know the brat was on there a lot. Yeah, uh, TLC of course did the theme to all that. You know, actually, I think TLC and the brat did the most appearances on all that. Yeah, they did. They were on that a lot. Yeah, because I mean, they they were TLC was on the very first episode and they performed the theme song live at the end. And because all that. At first, like that first season, at least they always had a musical guest at the end, just like in Living Color. But then somewhere along the line, they quit doing that because they ran out of people and ran out of people, got tired of doing the same thing over again. Hey, here's the Brad again. <laughs> Here's her a billion times. I think. Uh, what else happened? They even had. I think they they got so pressed for uh, for for guests that they had Kel and like his his buddies go in there and do a rap song. Oh yeah, that's right. Kel had a music career for two seconds. <laughs> I mean, I guess that was the two seconds right there. Because I remember when, you know, at the beginning of the show, they do the whole uh, the credits, and they would say, and feature musical guests, and they would show it, like who it is. And I can't remember what the group's name was. I'm like, who is that? And then you go up and then there's Kel up there. I'm like, oh, well, he's answering my question. That's why I don't know who it is. Nobody knows. Yeah. And, and I think Kel probably at least thought he would have the bigger career because he was in he was in uh, Mystery Men yeah and even though that was a bad movie I'm sure he thought going in oh my god I'm in a Ben Stiller movie you know I got my shit down you know hey what came first Mystery Men or Good Burger Good Burger came first okay I mean yeah cause, <laughs> cause Good Burger came before before they split off and did the Kenny and Kel show. Okay. I think that's what launched them into enough popularity that they could get their own TV show. Good Burger is a terrible, terrible movie. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's, it, 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 it is a guilty pleasure of mine, but it's a terrible movie. And on top of that, it was a sketch on on all that, which was actually pretty funny. But they did the, it's like Saturday Night Live, you know. what I'm saying you can't just because it's funny as a sketch doesn't mean it's going to be Wayne's World. You you can't you can't just take a sketch and make a movie out of it. And yeah, it's more uh, 
Good Burger is more Coneheads or it's oh, Pat. God. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Pat. That was a horror. <laughs> or Stuart Pat? Saves God. His Family. That was a bad movie, too. I, I don't even think I saw either one of those. I just knew they were bad. Yeah. How about Superstar? You want to throw that in there? Or, or I never Man? saw... I See, that, that Superstar stuff, all that came out after I quit watching SNL, so I didn't get it anyway yeah you know I, I didn't know who the character was so it had no interest in seeing it yeah alright well there it is um man I feel like you know um I know we, we're talking about the heyday stuff right here but uh, uh real quick I want to throw back to, to the 80s real quick cause actually this is a show for another show from the 70s um the, the the Sherry Lewis show. The that puppet? was yes, yeah. This is before this is before Lamb Chop. Like, or well, nah. She had Lamb Chop, but I'm saying before Lamb Chop's play along, which she was more popular for for uh, more well known, I guess, for uh, people in this age group who remember that. Now this is even before that. This is in the I thought it was an '80s show, but when I looked it up, it's actually in the '70s. Like it was like '74, '75, and it's just a Nickelodeon again. Pulling, you know, pulling anything they can from wherever they can. They they put it back on, and I guess uh, 87, 88. Mm-hmm. So that was my that was my introduction to Sherry Lewis. Um, yeah, and Lamb Chops. So when Lamb Chops Play Along came along, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. I know who this is. I remember. Uh, I remember Sherry Lewis. But uh, before I was actually in preparation for the show, I was trying to look up some information on that, and that's how I found out that the show was actually from the 70s. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. And then I saw that she even had a show back in like the fifties or the sixties. I'm like, God, how old is Sherry Lewis? Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> but yeah, she's been doing a thing for well, had been doing a thing for a long time because I also didn't realize that she passed away in ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah, I did not know that. I don't know how that I, that I just never heard it. I didn't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Uh... Of what cause? That uh, was yeah, of uh, uterine cancer. Okay. Yeah. So that is so. Yeah. But uh, man. Oh my gosh, she's been around for a long time, dude, and she looked the exact same <laughs> the whole time too. So I'm like, wow. But uh, yeah, I remember that that show. It was about uh, she ran a she went she she was a she ran a TV station. It was. Uh, an employee at a TV station, I guess. Uh, one of the puppets ran it, ran the station itself, and they had people who ran the camera. She had a ton of fucking puppets on this one. It wasn't just the ones that you know from uh, the other shows. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what I remember. So when that came along, I remember telling my sister, and she didn't remember at first, and then all of a sudden she remembered, you know, seeing uh, the old show on Nickelodeon, like, oh yeah. And then um, there'd be stuffed animals, I guess, that, uh, on Landshop's play along that she had in uh, Landshop had in her room. And there, a lot of them were puppets, like a Dandelion or Mr. Barely, from 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 that old show. And so we caught all that stuff, you know. Whereas a lot of people, other people didn't. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely, yeah, that was another one. I oh, I forgot to mention that. That's another one that I caught when I was a kid. Um, I'm thinking of about does it. Um, I mean, I could talk about Welcome Freshman, but there's not a whole lot to say about it. It was just kind of a it's a little high school. Another one of those high school shows, kids getting into trouble. Same yeah, old shit you've seen a million times. I 
haven't watched that show. I don't remember that one. Either. It had little cutaways where it did like little shorts and stuff, but so it wasn't it wasn't totally a Saved by the Bell clone. But other than that, it was kind of other other than little cutaways and shorts, it was that. So gotcha. nothing else to really say about that. Um, we talked about all the game shows and stuff like uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple and Guts and all that stuff on our old on you know on that on that episode. So. Uh, go back and yeah. listen to episode 8 We talk about a lot of that Yeah, go back We got in depth with those with mm-hmm. Those uh, cartoons Or game shows, I mean Yeah so. Wild and Crazy Kids, though Did we bring that up on the last yeah. one? I can't remember if we did or not Oh, yeah, we did Okay, yeah. Okay. so we brought up Omar Gooding and Oh, yeah, we did it in the last segment <laughs> <laughs> We're not we're going to break. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Man, what happened to everybody else, though? I mean, Omar Gooding kind of tried to have a career. I mean, whatever, whatever happened to Donnie Jeffcoat? I don't even know who that is. <laughs> it was the other, the other host. Or the oh, girl. Right? There were two different girls on the show. I don't. You know, none of them ever showed up in nothing. Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, let's let's take another break. Because we're going long, and we'll uh, yeah, come back yeah. with our our shouts for the for the episode. Damn right, yeah. We'll go ahead and wrap this up, folks. All right, we'll be right back. On the Lord of Hibernick, on the Lord of Hibernick, Nick, on the Ricky Tigelow, while living number one, Nickelodeon. Super Soaker 100 and the Super Soaker 30. until you've tried sponge shoes there's nothing like moon shoes hey kids how about cement shoes jump jump moon shoes invisible shoes new moon shoes they're like kid power trampolines for your feet look for them in a store near you nickelodeon moon shoes there's nothing like them by heart Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. All right. 
Yes, 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 yes. And we are back for the end, folks. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I guess I just want to say myself in closing, I mean, just about, uh, I guess the 90s, like we said, the 90s were really kind of the high point for the network, you know, for the original content for a lot of the stuff. Um, but then they started going away. I mean, other than SpongeBob, they really kind of went away from all of their, uh, the Nicktoons and started doing all these like uh, live action teen shows, you know, being more like a, like a Disney clone. Yeah. They have really become a Disney club though. though They do have a solid block of cartoons on Saturday mornings. I mean, they, they've got uh, SpongeBob, of course, but they've got the Ninja Turtle license, right? They've also got the Power Ranger license, so they, you know, they're th- those are two really big ones that they've so, got. And then they've so, got. So what you're saying is the Ninja Turtles and Power Rangers may cross over again, like they did in the. the shut, shut it! <laughs> shut your mouth. <laughs> Though, um, God, most of their original programming is, the cartoons anyway, are very, they're, they're more Disney than they are Cartoon Network when it comes to the programming, if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense, because again, we're talking about how much a Disney clone they really are, you know, they've really, I mean... To me, they really lost their identity, you know. Um, I mean, I could talk about the '80s all I want, but like I said, the '80s were a hodgepodge of just random shit. So, as much as I have a fond memories for it, and maybe some other people do, I can see why. You know, I know why that couldn't last. You know, because you don't make any money; you bleed money like that. You know. Um, but I mean, they went away from all the stuff that really made Nick its own thing. You know, where's the where the game shows at? Where's the Where's the fucking green slime at, you know? They only bring out the green slime when they do um, the Kids' Choice Awards. And that sucks, and that's what I'm talking about, man. Where's where's the... I mean, you want to talk about the 90s? Well, where's the... Uh, I mean, where are, are all the Nicktoons at? You know, all the in-house Nicktoons? I mean, those, those shows, they got popular, and they stand the test of time because they were original. Yeah. You know? I don't know. You know, and like my kids, they don't, they don't, they don't like Nickelodeon. They watch Disney. It's like you know, they rather have the original than the pale imitation. Yeah, my my kids. Other than, well, no, I take that back. There's a couple of shows that my kids watch on on there that aren't Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers. Um, that that uh, Breadwinners show they watch. But that's about it. Oh, and, and that that it's based on the video game. I can't think of the name. Starman. Uh, they're little rabbit-looking things. Oh, the, um, uh, the rabbits. Rayman. Yeah, yeah, Rayman. I mean, yeah, they watch that show too. But that's, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can really give them props for is like the uh, the Avatar series. Yeah, which they really fucked. At least with with Korra, they did. 
I never finished Korra because a fucking Nickelodeon can't seem to keep their licenses in one place for long enough. So anytime I try to watch Korra, it disappears from wherever I had it. So it was on. It was on. You know, they they had Avatar: The Last Airbender on Netflix, and it's not anymore. They had Korra on Hulu, like every episode, and now it's not anymore. Um, I think it's on Amazon. Yeah, but there are only a couple seasons on Amazon, though, not the whole thing. Oh. Unless they've changed it yet again, and I don't have Amazon anymore, so so, so that's that, too. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so so I, I can't... The jury, for me, is still out on Korra. I like the premise of it. Yeah, Korra was really cool. I watched the whole season, or series. The only thing that sucked is when Nickelodeon decided to... Well, they... They rushed season three. Or was it season? They 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 played through all the season three. No, I take that back. They played half of season three on TV. Then, like the day beef, or not even the day. I think it was the day of the the Avatar. Um, the Avatar panel at Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, mm-hmm. they pulled it off the air and said it was going to be web only. And that's terrible. What was it? Was it was it ratings or what? Uh, they, I don't know if they really gave a, a strong reason why, but they, they had it web only for the rest of season three. But then at the end of season three... They brought it back to TV. They, they, it's so stupid. Because at the end of season three, um, they said, okay, we're bringing it back to TV. So they brought it back to TV with a big marathon of all the episodes that were straight to, straight to, uh, computer that were streaming. And then the day after the season three finale aired, or not the day after the the week week after they jumped right into season four, yeah, and then and then played played season four all on TV. Yeah, oh yeah, they totally fucked it. Yeah, I like it, it's the same thing that Cartoon Network does. Cartoon Network, all of their licensed shows, and even even Disney Channel does it too. All of their licensed uh, TV shows like. Like the Marvel shows on Disney, even though they technically own it, but the Marvel shows on Disney, stuff like uh, like Young Justice and Thundercats, Transformers on on Cartoon Network, since they aren't, since they they are licensed out, and they're not official Cartoon Network's shows. They kick all of these shows to like six, five, six o'clock in the morning when kids aren't awake yet, and play them there. They they don't get any good ratings because what kid is up at, at six in the morning anymore? And then they cancel them because they they want to make sure they have all of their original in-house programming at the best time slots, right? So I mean that's what killed that's what killed uh, Young Justice and Thundercats on Cartoon Network. Good luck trying to find um, 
any of the Marvel shows, even though they're not great. Good luck try, trying to find those on Disney XD because they air it like, like well, I think the Spider-Man show airs on prime time on like Wednesday nights, but then it doesn't replay until Saturday morning at like six in the morning. Hashtag Miles yeah. for MCU. Yes, please. <laughs> we'll we'll talk more about that on I'm in full. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, I TV shows, t- TV stations don't care as much. I think they they care more about the ratings than they do the shows. Yeah, which kind of sucks. Which I, I I mean it sucks, but it's understandable because there's 50 billion t- uh, TV channels now. So they have to compete with what's strongest, but I guess. But again, I mean, it well, and you know, I'm I'm speaking from small sample size. I mean, I'm talking about my kids and some of the people who I know. They're more Disney than Nickelodeon because Nickelodeon is just it's like bootleg Disney almost these days. So I mean, I don't know if everybody believes that, but I gotta believe that you know. Somebody in the boardroom obviously is chasing the Disney dollar, you know, mm-hmm. and I just believe somebody's got to say, well, hold up. We're never going to be Disney. Let's just be Nickelodeon and be what make, you know, give Nickelodeon its identity back, you know, in whichever way that is. I mean, I know, it, you know, you can't go backwards, but you got to differentiate yourself or at least that's what I would think. But they don't seem to want to do that. Yeah, which it did a good job of before Cartoon Network came along. Mm-hmm. You know, it was easy to tell them apart, but now it's not. Especially now that Cartoon Network finally decided to drop the live-action programming. Thank God, it is called Cartoon Network, after yeah, all. No, it's CN. It's CN. Well, they haven't officially changed the name to the CN yet. The I, logo I think does. They, I think they decided not to, because they don't have any live-action shows anymore. You know, they, they've only... I mean, the Adult Swim stuff, but that's Adult Swim and a different entity. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Anyway, let's... Yeah, well... Get out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, so, to put an end cap on this, uh, we're gonna end it with, uh, an article about the time capsule. For all of you, uh, who remember back then, back in 92, they buried a time capsule at Nickelodeon Studios... Um, they actually had to dig it up because the studios closed and uh, so they moved the time castle to uh, Nickelodeon it's a Nickelodeon resort in Orlando and so uh, yeah but they weren't actually supposed to open this thing until April of 2042 but either somebody remembers what's in there or they open it up anyway <laughs> so uh, yeah let, let's talk about what was in there um <clears throat> Number one, they had a uh, they had movies in there, and the movies were uh, a VHS copy of Home Alone and a VHS copy of Back to the Future. That's it's about the nineties really? for you. Yeah, I mean, I know no orange cassettes in there. No, because they didn't have the they they did they didn't put their own shit in there. Thank God. You know, nice. um, and yeah, I know Back to the Future technically that's the eighties, but if you remember, nineteen ninety is when two and three came out, so it's kind of nineties. You know, yeah. hoverboards. That's '90s. So, CDs. 
Can you guess what CDs are in there? Uh, when was it buried? Ninety-two. New Kids on the Block. Nope. Uh, Van Halen. <laughs> no, a little more soul. Really? Yeah, yeah. They actually picked pretty good stuff in here. I don't know then. All right, they got uh, Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. Oh, really? And uh, and Michael Jackson's Dangerous. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, well, you got to think about how big, all the, how, how explosive and, you know, ubiquitous all this stuff was back then, you know. But, uh, okay, number three, for all our uh, retro gamers out there, a Nintendo Game Boy, which is, you know, the only Game Boy you could find back then. So you know which one it is. The big gray brick. Oh, yeah. The green screen. Yeah. So, let's see, we got a pair of rollerblades. I mean, can't get any more 90s than that. Uh, a pair of Reebok pump sneakers. Huh. Which is uh pretty awesome because that stuff is back now, so it'd be funny to see and they open it up and like, hey, you know, this isn't retro anymore, this is current. Yeah. I'm surprised and, uh, somebody didn't steal them. <laughs> hey, I know, right? Well, if they were Nikes, they wouldn't be seen, but these are Reebok pumps. Um and I just gotta take a quick aside there, you know, it just kinda reminds me of that episode of Married with Children where uh like I guess somewhere in the bowels of the shoe store building they found they found an old old supply of like all the uh seven their shoes from the 70s all these uh platform shoes and so they put them back on the they put them back on the shelves and women were just coming and eating them up like paying like you know hundreds of dollars for them so they were making all this money off them you know off this uh you know mm-hmm. off all these old shoes but i just remember when i saw that episode again for the first time a few years ago because it was on netflix for a while i was looking i was like man those aren't retro. Those are current because all that shit is back now. But you got to remember in the 90s, platform shoes have been gone for about 20 years, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so same thing with these beatbox pumps here. Um, number six, we got a jar of GAC, which, you know, you could buy on store shelves back then. You could buy GAC. We had mm-hmm. some of that. Did you? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. I mean, you couldn't do anything with it. Just jiggly goop stuff. But, uh, I mean, you could also buy it out of a... I have a quarter machine back then in the um, 80s and 90s too. Something kind of like it. Just without the Nickelodeon name, if you remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But alright, uh, let's see, we've got uh, one of Joey Lawrence's, uh, whoa, 92 hats. <laughs> Which he actually stopped by to present. I don't remember those hats. I don't oh. either, but I got a picture of him like, okay, I can... These weren't big in my neighborhood, but I, I can totally believe they were around. Um, see, we got uh, some news reports. You got to pick, you know, some uh, some newspapers of uh, a girl standing on top of a Soviet tank in Red Square. Coverage of the AIDS crisis, Desert Storm, and the end of the Soviet Union. God, the, God, this nineties. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the books they put in there. They had a world atlas, a history book, a comic book, a phone book, and uh, the Orlando TV guide for the week of April thirtieth, nineteen ninety two, which uh, had Burt Reynolds on the co- on the cover. You know how old it is because Burt Reynolds hasn't been <laughs> Burt Reynolds for a long time. <laughs> and now he's playing himself a lot like some of these people. Um, and a, book, a copy of the Book of Endangered Species. Yeah, that was big back then. You know, that's where we got Captain Planet and all that kind of stuff. Like mm-hmm. endangered species and environmental stuff. Um, uh, an issue of Nickelodeon Magazine. So, whichever you chase on the cover, getting green slimed. Oh, so yeah. You got uh, a Nicktoons t-shirt with Ren and Stimpy on it. A piece of the Berlin Wall, a Barbie doll, pencils, a skateboard, a baseball, 
Twinkies, which are probably still good if you <laughs> open them up right now. Um, a stick of bubble gums, though no one seems to know which kind. It's probably Fruit Stripe. But no, 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 because it's Fruit Stripe, they would know. So I don't know what it is. Um, photos of things too big or alive to fit inside, like bicycles, planes, cars. I guess of the time. Uh, politicians and celebrities. So probably got a lot of pictures of uh, Bush the Elder and Michael Jordan and whoever. Um, yeah. A videotape. Which was a recording of the live ceremony shot by a girl named Vicky, who's still on stage to operate the kid cam. And then number twenty-one, can you guess what? Can you guess what that was? No. It was the camera that was recording said tape, and it was unplanned because Michael Malley and Joey Lawrence both looked baffled about how to remove the tape for the camera, so they tossed the whole setup in there. Oh, good lord! <laughs> so there you have it. Nice. 90s Nickelodeon in a can. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And so uh so goes this episode. Yeah. So uh where can they find us? Uh of course you can find us at our website, no jibbajabafm.com, Facebook.com slash no jibbajabafm. We are on Twitter at DeathCakesPod. You can find me individually. I'm at Ilrockski. J U R at J Ru seventy eight. J A Y R U seventy eight. Instagram. We are at uh, No Jibba Jabba FM. YouTube. No Jibba Jabba FM. Uh, am I leaving anything out? I don't think so. Uh uh-uh. uh Nah. That about no, does it, man. That's it. So until uh, next man. time, folks. Well, hold up, hold up, man. Um, let me uh, kick them shouts out, man. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, big shout out to uh, all of our all of our followers, listeners, as usual. You know, now that we're uh, back up and running for the year, you know, uh, that Pee Wee episode was really well received. So uh, thanks for that. Thanks for tuning back in. And, uh, you know, more good stuff down the line. Um, may have some may have some more uh, stuff kind of unplanned, but uh, see how that will you know, we'll keep everybody in the loop uh, whenever that comes to fruition. But uh, some stuff planned, some stuff that uh, we may have just happened upon. So, um, yeah, be on the lookout yeah, for all buddy. that. Yeah, buddy. Be on the lookout for all that. And uh, another big shout out to my homegirl, Iris, also known as uh, Resurrection7, who I just recently got back in contact with, you know, on Twitter and everything. Um, big supporter of the show all of a sudden, of the network. Um, really glad to have you on board, man. Really, I really want to have her on the show eventually. One or, uh, you know, uh, uh, one or a couple of these shows on the network, man. Because a lot of uh, stuff to talk about, you know, really could be of interest on, um, you know, on all those topics, you know. So uh, definitely big shout out to her. Um, she's doing a thing. Um, she's got some stuff in the works that she doesn't really want me to talk about just yet. But uh, as that stuff comes around, you know, of course, uh, you know, do her a favor and kind and promote her stuff, too. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and also shout out to uh to the Geekly podcast. Yes. Um cuz they are are repping us there. They uh like all, all our stuff on Twitter and and retweet us and I, I think we've gotten some new listeners and followers because of their recommendation. So Yes. So thank you guys. And they are local by the way in case you know for those who don't know that. Yeah. Yeah, they are here in St. Louis, just like us. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? I still haven't heard this episode. You know, pardon me, because I've kind of, I've kind of been behind them on podcasts. But uh, they did an episode from uh, Still, Still Six Thirty. 
which is uh yeah that's the newest one yeah yeah they did that down there on um it's it's over in sular that's the old hardy's <laughs> over by sular market if you remember that it's not really oh, yeah. Hardee's anymore but it's, i remember passing that place because on the way to my kid's school as a matter of fact and i remember passing that place I'm like what is that still six is that a bar like that's the old hardy's i know like what well, was that a bar no it's not a bar it's a distillery and i had no dude that passed that place all the time did not know what it was <laughs> and thanks to them i know what it is i did not know they were making uh spirits here in st louis like that but uh there you go yeah and they did an episode right there at the place so that's what's up so check out that episode if you're uh local if you're not check it out anyway because i'm sure it was dope i still have to listen to it myself but uh i have it downloaded so you know they got the numbers for me anyway yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't checked it out yet though i just haven't had time yeah me neither but um i will probably do it here in the next couple of days yes so uh anyway folks until next time see, see ya, ya. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Everybody say. This is. This is. Now everybody say. This is. Yeah, yeah. Check it, check it. Now this is just an introduction Before we blow your mind We step up in your function And put in overtime I'm not a workaholic But I'm always on my grind Every day Cause that's the only way I'm gonna shine Anyway I had to put this beat Over this rhyme Just to remind my people Of a much simpler time When we play Video games and ball sports With overall short Short fades on ball courts For me it was the 90s For you it may be different In your mind frame But the time frame Ain't specific We was always just kidding Back when we was just kids We never had to question our lives we just live just cause why were we happy we just was maybe the reason is cause all we needed was just love and uh, some of us got that what do you call that well back then we would call it all that Told me don't hurry through your years Cause when you're grown You got insecurities and fears And when you're grown You got all the worries And the cares in the world And the world seems dirty and unfair I was unprepared It's really kind of funny I thought I would be rich By the time I was 20 Now I'm trying to find a meal To put inside of my tummy And my child is the only thing They can never take from me Drawing cartoons Superheroes with pencils Watching all the dope Nickelodeon kid shows Legends of the hidden tempo Was the jam I like Doug But damn Keenan and Kel was the man Now I know why they told me what they told me way back when we was kids cause we won't ever be innocent again but now I'm a man though I still could recall back I'm missing the days when it was fat and it was all that If 
you was a wild and crazy kid as a rug rat. All of the gutsy things you did. See, I'm trying to live a modern life like Rocco. I miss my homies Doug, Pete, and Pete. Hey, Orno, Clarissa explained to me that nothing's for free. My cousin Skeeter told me, look out for my brother and me. I ain't afraid of the dark, so I won't fall flat. If I could just maintain everything, I'll be cool with all that. So everything we do is... When everything is coolest And always staying truest Left eye, what's up, boo, yeah We entertaining you, we Your people and you too, yeah My posse and my crew, we So sit still, cause we coming round See how they've changed. What's that supposed to mean? It means people change. If a stranger offered you a toy, some candy, or a puppy, take off. <laughs> 